Tech Night Owl Live, the show for PC users who can handle the truth. And now, here's your host, Gene Steinberg. This week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we'll be talking with Joe Kissel about upgrading to the lion, the good, the bad, and the questionable. Steve, Mr. Gadget Crucian, is on hand with the latest gear. And then Jim Dalrymple of The Loop at loopinsight.com will talk about Apple's financials, the way Wall Street missed the boat, and also his review of the iPhone 4S. All this and more on the Tech Night Owl Live. We have prolific author Joe Kissel, who has written many Take Control books and other books about Mac-related issues, and also making a Thanksgiving dinner. But right now, this is not the time to talk about Thanksgiving. It's a time to talk about Lion and the changes that are wrought in Lion. So you have a new book out called Take Control of Upgrading to Lion, and I guess the obvious question to ask here is what is there about upgrading to Lion that maybe was different than the previous versions of the OS other than being an online acquisition? Quite a few things actually. The the fact that it's an online acquisition is for many people not a trivial matter. Now that some time has passed since the upgrade was released, uh, Apple also will sell you uh, Lion on a USB stick if you want, so it's possible to obtain physical media, just not a, a DVD. The, the fact that you can download Lion is different is big deal. You can now also get Lion on a USB stick, so if you don't have a good uh, broadband connection, and, you, and of course since the optical drive is not an option, uh, there is another way to obtain it. Even even those two solutions sort of leave leave some gaps. I mean, people are used to having a DVD that they can restore Lion or you know restore Mac OS X from if something goes wrong or reinstall or whatever. It's still possible to to make one of those, although you have to make it yourself. Apple is trying to do things a new way. So one of the things that the installer does is to create this recovery partition, which I'm sure most people have heard about. This allows you to restart your Mac and run disk utility or, you know, restore from time machine backups and do other sort of maintenance things without any media at all. It, it's a hidden partition on your hard drive or your SSD, and that's the, the creation of that uh, volume is built into the Lion installer, and so that's quite interesting. There are also a lot of other things that, in the olden days, you know, you used to have all these different options for, you know, doing a, an erase and install or an archive and install, and most of those things disappeared with Snow Leopard, but... Uh, Apple has even gone farther with Lion. There are basically no options at all. There aren't any optional programs or drivers or anything you can choose to install or not install. You just sort of take what it gives you. And so Apple is relying uh, really strongly on the fact that anything else you may need, you can download. And that includes things like Java. So if you're using, for example, CrashPlan to back up your Mac, you install Snow Leopard and a few days later, you get an email from CrashPlan saying, hey, we haven't backed up your computer in, in days. What's the problem? And you open CrashPlan, and then the first thing that happens says, oh, I need to you know, install Java before I can use this. So you click to install Java. But that's one of those little gotchas. Right, uh, because Java is now an optional install. But you know, with CrashPlan, that's the online backup program that I use. They don't advertise mm-hmm. on the show, by the way. I just happen to like them. And one thing I noticed is that I had to add more memory to the application, which involved working working on a preference file. Otherwise, it wouldn't be able to load the application on my case. Maybe it's because my main hard drive has close to 500 gigabytes on it, and I'm backing up everything, and that might be the problem. That's my mistake. 
Yeah, well, you know, you don't want to back up too much. <laughs> you want to make sure that you can lose something in the case of a disaster. I, I'm kidding, of course. So, you know, there there are a lot of little a little a lot of little things like that that it's easy enough to solve them. I mean, if you don't have Java, you just download it. If you don't have Flash, you just download it. But there are a lot of things that took many people upgrading to Lion by surprise. You know, the whole loss of Rosetta, which, you know, we've been over and we don't need to rehash that, but things that Apple didn't really kind of mention at all. <laughs> and, and so it, it's not so much that the installation of Lion itself is difficult. Actually, it's the easiest of, of any version of Mac OS X ever. It's great. It's just that there are a bunch of things that, you know, the things I mentioned, plus front row and support for the Apple USB modem that are gone. And now all these new things that you might want to consider, like the new version of File Vault. If you do want to use these things, there are, in, in many cases, preparatory steps that you ought to make before upgrading. Uh, not the least of which is an excellent, excellent backup. There, there are just all these little things like, you know, what if you don't have enough RAM or certain systems could run Snow Leopard, but they can't run Lion or you know, certain uh, peripherals or, or drivers haven't been updated yet. And so, you know, a lot of what I do in this book is, is not tell you how to click the install button because I don't want to insult anyone's intelligence. It's more like all these things that you might not have thought of that you should be aware of either before you upgrade or in the course of upgrading or immediately after, ranging from, uh, you know, dealing with the recovery partition to installing Lion Server, to migrating from a PC. That's another thing that's new. If you happen to have a PC and you want to migrate your documents and settings and stuff from your PC to a new Mac running Lion, uh, that's something that you can now do. Now, one of the interesting features added to the Migration Assistant is the ability to migrate from a PC. There have been third-party programs that did that. But yeah. now Apple has an official solution, I suppose in light of the fact that they keep telling us that 50% of the people who buy new Macs at an Apple store are new to the platform. So they're trying. Well, I imagine that this all comes out of Apple trying to make life easier for their own employees. So as you say, you know, you, you're a PC user, you're one of that 50%, you go into an Apple store, you buy your first Mac. They will, of course, offer to transfer your stuff or, you know, as much as appropriate from your, your PC onto your new Mac. I, I'm sure that Apple wanted to make life as simple for the Mac geniuses who are doing that as possible. So I, I would guess that this, this new feature that has made its way into the actual, you know, Lion installer uh, probably probably came out of that. And it's, it's really just like migrating from another Mac, except that you have to install a piece of software on the PC to uh, enable it to communicate with your Mac and you know pick out the right information to send. Uh, you basically install the program, you run it on the on the PC, you run the Lion installer or migration assistant on your Mac, and it'll have you like authenticate both ways with a with a little code so that you know you're not going to migrate somebody else's data off your network or whatever. Heaven forbid. Uh, yeah, but uh, no, so the, so it is it is pretty secure. It brings in stuff like you know your email and address book and. Basic, basic personal data, you know, your doc, your user created documents. Obviously, it's not going to bring in your applications and uh, some, some other Windows specific stuff isn't going to transfer, but it'll, it'll get the bulk of your stuff. It's a basic Windows installation where people who use Windows don't really play around so much with different folders and stuff as much as they do on the Mac. Yeah, I mean, uh, no migration solution is going to be perfect or complete. And if you choose to color outside the lines, regardless of which uh, system you're using, you're likely to have problems. But, uh, but it's not too bad. And we have to hope, at least in this case, that if you do that, you know enough about what you're doing that you can do some manual file transfers if it comes to that. 
Right. Absolutely. Okay. Now, in the course of installing Lion, are there things, warning posts that we have to watch out for, things that can come back to bite us? Other than, of course, you know, we mentioned Rosetta, running power PC apps that you can't do, but I mean other stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, not not so much. The the biggest thing that I recommend is that make you know, to make sure you apply all your software updates before you upgrade to Lion. So uh, whether it's you know uh, you want to replace Quicken with something else, or you want to replace an older version of, of Microsoft Office with a newer version, or whatever it is, it's it's really best to replace all your old software with whatever new version you're planning to upgrade to before installing Lion. Uh, because a lot of your software is going to have stuff that runs in the background, that w- runs when you start up or you log in. And uh, if, if those parts of it aren't compatible with Lion, then either they might be disabled by the Lion installer or you might get error messages or things just not working the way you expect when you first install it. So one of my just basic pieces of advice is install all your upgrades first. Um, and I, you know, obviously you want to make sure you have enough free disk space um, you know, want to make sure you have enough RAM. These are kind of basic and you know, ba- basic things that you always have to do when you upgrade. One other recommend- recommendation I make, though, is that if you have never uh, taken the plunge and, and bought a Magic Trackpad or a Magic Mouse, um, this might be a really good time to to consider getting a Magic Input device. I'll tell you what, we'll get into that magic. And more magic from Joe Kissel. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Owl Live. Hey folks, in today's fast-paced work environment, getting everyone in the same room for a meeting can be challenging, especially when they work in different locations. And that's why I use GoToMeeting with HD Faces by Citrix. It is amazing. You can collaborate online by sharing your presentation. While seeing colleagues face-to-face in high definition, they can hide their blemishes. Video quality is so clear and natural, it's like being in the same room. And all you need is an internet connection with a webcam It's that easy. So here's what I can do. For example, on the Paracast, which I host with my friend Chris O'Brien, we live in different locations. We need to share something, a document or something like that. All I have to do is call him up with GoToMeeting, and I say, Chris, take a look at this, and he said he's ready to go. You can try GoToMeeting with HD Faces free for 30 days. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, enter the promo code PODCAST, use the promo code PODCAST. Jim Newcomer from Midas Resources, October 21st, 2011. Gold opened this morning at 1637.50. A one-ounce gold coin can be purchased for 1678.41, 839.21 for a half ounce, or 419.60 for a quarter ounce. That's 1678.41, 839.21, and 419.60 gold isn't for you? Hi, I'm Ted Anderson and I get it. You wouldn't buy gold if you believed the government is doing a great job. The Fed will stop handing out trillions like bailout candy, but that's not what's happening. If all looks rosy, then now is not the time to buy gold. For the realists, there have never been more sobering reasons to diversify. Since 2001, the U.S. dollar index has tanked while gold has risen 1,600%. Savvy investors are adding gold to their portfolios. Find out what they know. Call us and I'll send you 10 reasons why gold will do very very well. Free. Call 800-686-2237. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. 
you know nuclear radiation is still spewing out of the melted-down reactors in Fukushima, Japan, and making its way across the entire U.S. continent, contaminating the air, water, and food? Dangerously high levels of radiation are a reality here. As a result, radiation poisoning is a distinct possibility for anyone living in the U.S., unless you do something to protect yourself. How? With Liquid Zeolite from RestoreYourHealthNow.com. Without a doubt, Liquid Zeolite is by far the best product to remove radiation from your body. It safely removes toxins and heavy metals, boosts energy levels, and promotes a strong immune system. Liquid Zeolite is so powerful it was used to clean up contamination in Chernobyl, yet so gentle you won't even know you're taking it. Liquid Zeolite comes with a money-back guarantee, but is only available at RestoreYourHealthNow.com. Learn how to get free bottles of Liquid Zeolite by calling 800-880-9976. That's 800-880-9976. Or go to RestoreYourHealthNow.com. That's RestoreYourHealthNow.com. Are you tired of spending money for metal canning lids year after year? Then stop! Stop buying metal lids and get Tatler reusable canning lids. Made of USDA and FDA-approved food-grade plastic, Tatler canning lids let you safely store emergency preparedness foods for years. Traditional metal lids are single-use throwaways that contain BPA, but Tatler canning lids are indefinitely reusable and guaranteed to last a lifetime when used as designed for home canning and contain no BPA. Tatler lids are dishwasher safe, perfect for standard pressure or water bath canning, eliminate food spoilage from acid corrosion, fit standard mason jars and are proudly made in the USA. Place orders by phone at 877-747-2793 or go to reusablecanninglids.com. That's 1-877-747-2793 or go to reusablecanninglids.com. That's reusablecanninglids.com. Tatler Reusable Canning Lids, the original since 1976. We want to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. And don't forget, you can visit the famous Tech Night Owl community forums at forum.technightowl.com. Get in on all the action. That's forum.technightowl.com. On the Tech Night Owl Live, we're talking about magic. Okay, Joe, so you suggest we get either... A magic mouse, if you don't already have one, mm-hmm. because if you have a desktop Mac, anything in the last couple of years has one, or you get a magic trackpad. Yeah, Why? now, of course, if, if you are one of the large percentage of Mac users who has a notebook Mac, then you already have a, a trackpad built in. That's fine. You don't need something else. But if you have a desktop Mac, you know, iMac, Mac Mini, whatever, Mac Pro, you don't already have a magic mouse or a magic trackpad, uh, this might be a really good time to get one. I know some people who use both a regular mouse or trackball or whatever and a magic trackpad. I personally was a dyed-in-the-wool trackball user from way back. You know, I used to work at Kensington, and I loved, loved, loved the expert mouse trackball. I used that for years and years and years. And I thought that I would never get used to the Magic Trackpad. I really thought I would hate it. Much to my surprise, uh, I loved it so much that I put my Expert Mouse Trackball in a box and I haven't used it in months. Uh, And you're not getting any phone calls from anybody at Kensington saying, Joe, (laughs) we haven't heard from you. No, no. But the thing is, you don't have to have one of these magic devices to use Lion. You can use a plain vanilla one-button mouse if you want. But there are a lot of Lion features that you can only activate 
with gestures or you can most easily most you know they, they become much more useful much more interesting if you can use the gestures so everything from the two finger scrolling to you know the the, the simple things like pinching to, to resize a photo to you know swiping with various different combinations of fingers to get a uh, launch pad or mission control, or switch spaces, or those kinds of things. I, I find that these gestures are really kind of addictive. And once I once I start using, you get you know get used to a gesture to do something, and then you're working in an environment where you don't have the right thing, and that gesture doesn't work. It's sort of like Ugh. it's really annoying. So the the gestures as you get used to them become really second nature, and you, you find at least I find that I'm working much more efficiently. I'm liking you know the the work better because I get to do these things with gestures. The Magic Mouse doesn't support quite as many as the Magic Trackpad, but but it still has, you know, supports a lot of them. And if you are a mouse fan, you prefer the mouse, uh, you know, by all means, use that. But uh, either way, I, I think that it's really well worth a try just to, just to see how much farther you can go with this new stuff. Well, I have to tell you something here, folks. I never took to a Magic Mouse. And part of the reason is that the form factor doesn't suit my hands. Mm-hmm. Okay. And my wrist starts to ache, so I go back to the Performance MX from Logitech, which, of course, you don't have a flat top that you can engage gestures on, so I don't use the gestures. There you go. And a Magic Trackpad, I tried that for 30 days. Really? Yes. And that was it. There was no 31st day. (laughs) What can I say? You know, to each his own... uh Personally, I, I, I found it uh, quite nice. You know, to each his own, as you said. You know, it depends on how your fingers are built. depends on what your preferences are. There you go. Anything else before we move to something else that we should know about Lion, gotchas, anything to avoid surprises of that upgrade? Well, the, the, other, the other thing I, I really want to say about Lion is if you are one of the many people who, on advice of of someone like me, never used File Vault before, this might be the time that you could actually consider using File Vault for the first time. You know, I, I was, because I wanted the whole disk encryption uh, and previously File Vault didn't offer it, I was using uh, PGP Disk. But PGP Disk often has issues with major Mac OS X upgrades, and, and this was no exception. And it was getting expensive to, uh, to maintain it anyway. So I'm, I was really pleased to see that, that File Vault is, is completely new. It's, it's the same only in name. And now with my, my laptop, which I you know, carry around quite a lot, everything on the disk is encrypted. And it really, it's no harder to use, except that I have to type my password slightly more often. Um, but I feel much safer knowing that if, if my laptop were ever stolen or lost, that nobody could get at my data. So I, I, I guess I would just throw that out there that, uh, that File Vault is definitely worth another look. All right, so we have Lion now at 10.7.2. I suppose most of the worst of the ills are gone, and you needed to get iCloud, so there you go. Have you gone to iCloud yet? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and, in fact, I, I, I presume that's what we'll be talking about next uh, because I have, in fact, written a book about it. Um, yes, and as a matter of fact, we want to talk about iCloud because is it a seamless upgrade? Are there gotchas? I know the first day, Wednesday, the 12th of October, was a mess. It was a mess really if you're was. upgrading to iOS 5 because over the next few days, 25 million Mac users did that. Not just Mac users, but PC users, people right. using their iPhones and their iPads. And then 20 million upgraded to iCloud in a right. few days. Right. So it was a mess. It really was. Now, I have to say, I remember very well that day uh, a couple of years ago when Mobile Me was released. 
And it was another one of those things where Apple rolled out the new version of, of the iPhone software and a couple other things. Not, not quite on this scale, but they, they did a bunch of stuff on the same day. And the mobile me uh, rollout was, was really, really terrible. Um, this was, comparatively speaking, not as bad. Um, there were a lot of people, and I was certainly one of them, getting installation errors, getting, uh, you know, mail was down for a while, and, uh, you know, various various other services went online and offline for, for hours at a time, and it was very frustrating. But most of those problems were, were simply due to nothing other than there are millions and mi- millions and millions of people hammering on these servers all at once, and once that initial rush died down a bit, most parts of iCloud just started working pretty pretty well for everyone. Um, so th- th- there are sort of two aspects of this. One is the you know the, the whole rollout thing, and and, and do- does iCloud basically function as it was designed to do? And for the most part, it does. Af- you know, assuming you've gotten over that initial hump, yes, most of the iCloud features work as advertised. The second part of it, though, is does it do enough or does it do the right things? And um, that's, that's a bit of a different story because there are, there are, there are a lot of things about iCloud that even though they are, they're doing exactly what Apple designed them to do, the sort of underlying assumptions may not be uh, to, to people's liking. I'll give you two, two examples. One is the way iCloud relies on your Apple ID, and the other is the fact that iCloud does not run on Snow Leopard or earlier. So if you have, for example, two Apple IDs or three, a lot of people have more than one for whatever historical reason, um, then you're going to potentially encounter some pain with iCloud because uh, you might want to have all of your purchases and all of your uh, you know, personal information, contacts and email and calendars and stuff in one place with iCloud, but Apple doesn't let you merge Apple IDs, and there are all sorts of hassles that I talk about in my book with how how Apple IDs have been created over the years, and how you just all all these weird details that um, so many people. And I've been reading just you know, hundreds and hundreds of messages on discussion forums about people who say, "Well, because of my particular situation, I don't have the kind of Apple ID that Apple expects me to have, or it doesn't have all the right attributes." Blah blah blah. I'll and tell you so- what. Blah blah blah, and lots more with Joe Kissel. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Ray Perkins, a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born, calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack Attack. of the Rockwoods. The former fiction editor for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, Robert Simpson, writes, The soul of the novel Attack of the Rockoids lies in its heart and passion for building a convincing tale of a love that spans a galaxy. A thrilling story. Attack Attack. of the Rockoids is available now. Read a sample chapter and get a special discount off of the cover price at our website, rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attack! Attack! 
of the Rockaway, a novel in the grand science fiction tradition. Do you live where ice storms, blizzards, tornadoes, floods, earthquakes, or hurricanes occur? Who doesn't? Well, most of us do, and when they occur, one of the first things to happen is the power goes out. When Hurricane Irene hit, over 5 million homes were without power. Just having light around the house becomes very important. Arm yourself with the new 50-hour emergency candle in a can. Just pull the pop-top lid, the matches are safe inside, and light up the candle for 50 hours of continuous light. The candle and matches are together when you need them the most. Emergency light that has an indefinite shelf life, always ready and won't go dead like batteries. 50-hour emergency candles are $7.95 each or 4 for $28. Call toll-free 1-855-485-8555, or order online at candlesincans.com. One more time, that's 855-485-8555, or visit us at candlesincans.com. We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System today, complete with two black Berkey elements for only $231, and the Berkey Guy will ship your order free of charge. With the purchase of a Berkey Light, the Berkey Guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only $39.99. That's over 30% off the retail price. Call the Berkey Guy at 1 888 3653. That's 1 888 3653. Or order online at goberkey.com. That's goberkey.com today. How would you like to have normal blood pressure? This is Ernesto from Illinois. I had my doctor's appointment yesterday and I got my labs in. My HDL is 119L and my LDL is 37L. My doctor asked what I was doing to lower it so much, so I told her about HB Extract. Millions of people like Ernesto are suffering from high blood pressure, congestive heart failure, unbalanced cholesterol, irregular heartbeat, and clogged arteries. But now there's an effective, natural, 100% organic nutritional supplement for a healthy heart and circulation. Heart and Body Extract. My blood pressure has not gone past 125 over 80 in almost a month. Experience amazing benefits when your body gets what it needs with the assistance of Heart and Body Extract. She did a double take when she looked at my ER labs. She couldn't believe it. Order at HBExtract.com or call 866-295-5305. That's HBExtract.com or call 866-295-5305. Thank you. Heart and Body Extract. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. We're back with Joe Kissel, prolific author, Take Control of iCloud, one of the subjects of discussion. And some aspects can get out of control. And one of those is the various and sundry Apple IDs. We all have different Apple IDs. I use the Apple ID, which was my MobileMe email address, and that seemed to work. 
Yes, that, so your mobile me email address is an example of an Apple ID, and if that is the only one that you have, then you're actually in great shape. The, the transition to iCloud will be super easy in, in most cases. Now, there, there are people who had uh, Apple IDs that were created for other reasons, created to, to be part of the Apple developer program, or to buy something on the iTunes store, or to you know make a reservation at an Apple store, or any, any number of other things. Some of them weren't even based on email addresses, just like a name. That's your Apple ID. You can't use those with iCloud. You have to go in first to Apple's Apple ID website and convert the name-only Apple ID to an email address. That email address has to be verified. But then you get into all these troubles like what if that email address that you want to use to verify this Apple ID was already attached to another Apple ID as a secondary address. Apple won't let you do that. And, and, and so there are all these situations that I talk about where um, it's just not simple, and Apple doesn't have good tools to let you – I mean, they, they do have tools to let you do some Apple ID management, but they don't let you do the kinds of things and the kinds of ways that a lot of people want. So that is causing some pain right now. Now, there was a report in one of the Mac Rumor sites where someone wrote to Apple's CEO, Tim Cook, saying, can we combine Apple IDs? And the message came back. They're working on it, but I guess they might be working on it, but it's going to take a while. But isn't that the final step here? The real solution is just to allow you to use one Apple ID or one for business, one for home, period, not all these ramifications. Well, that is an important thing, and I hope that happens. I hope that rumor is true. But there are, there are other things. So there are people who have, uh, you know, have purchased some media from the iTunes store with one Apple ID and some media with another Apple ID. So that means that they have to switch back and forth if they want to download you know, one or the other to one of their devices. Apple doesn't have any way to transfer some purchases from one ID to another. And their interface, as I say, for verifying email addresses and attaching alternate addresses to various Apple IDs is not great. I, I have had some problems that I still haven't resolved with, with these alternate addresses. So... Uh, being able to merge accounts is something that I certainly hope for, and that will help. But uh, they're, they need to go beyond that and, and let people really, really control how their Apple IDs are used. It seems to me that they're stuck in 2001. In, in a way, yeah. Um, this is the kind of thing that, that should be a lot smoother by now. I really wish that they had thought this through before doing the whole iCloud, you know, iOS 5 10.7.2 rollout. I think that would have made things a lot smoother for everyone. But uh, all I can say is hopefully they're uh, working on it. Well, hopefully this sounds like it's something that could really get past them because Apple has, what, a couple of hundred million Apple IDs on iTunes? Oh, I, I assume <laughs> it's a mess. so, yeah. Sure, it's yeah. a big mess. Anything else we should know about iCloud? Well, uh, you know, there... There are many things to know about iCloud. I, I was mentioning the fact that iCloud on a Mac requires 10.7.2. And a lot of people are really unhappy about this because they have older Macs that either they, they cannot be upgraded to run Lion or they aren't ready to or they don't want to upgrade them to run Lion for some reason. And the problem with that is you cannot let, – let's take calendars as, as, as the sort of prime example – if you're using MobileMe, you can share your calendars with other MobileMe users. And if you're using iCloud, you can share your calendars with other iCloud users. But you cannot share calendars between iCloud and MobileMe users. So if you have uh, you know, an iMac running Leopard and a uh, MacBook Pro running Lion, and you want to upgrade one of those to use iCloud, 
then all of a sudden the other one is not going to be able to see the calendars. They're going to be disconnected from each other. iCloud works great if all of your devices, not just your personal devices, but the devices that your friends and family members with whom you share information are all iCloud compatible. You know but- what? This is something I really want to make a big deal about because on a Mac, you have to have 10.7.2 to set up iCloud. On Windows, you could use the later versions of Windows Vista. You can yes. use Windows 7 with an iCloud control panel installation, that's and right. you're fine. So you could have a version of Windows that's three or four years old and yes, still use iCloud, but on a Mac, you have to have the latest and greatest. That's not fair. No, it's, it's definitely not. And a, a lot of people are, are very upset about this. Now, I did read a rumor that Apple may be considering or preparing a, a, an upgrade to Snow Leopard, so 10.6.9, that would include iCloud capabilities. It's, it's just a rumor. I don't know if it's true. But even if it is true, that's only going to be a partial solution because there are still plenty of people who have their data in MobileMe who use Leopard or who use Tiger, and they are going to be stuck. So it's, uh, I mean, and I understand how hard it is to support older OSs, and uh, I understand Apple's uh, technical and business reasons for wanting to bring everyone forward, but it's, they're, they're causing a lot of pain in the process. Yes, and I think here, is iCloud so dependent on certain operating system features? I mean, if you can make it work under Windows, obviously not. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it is. Uh, certainly there are, there are okay, so, so take, take calendars again, because the, the new way of, of, of doing calendars, you know, it, it works fine with the version of iCal that's in 10.7, but the version of iCal that's in 10.6 just intrinsically does things a different way. So if Apple wants to support iCloud on older versions of Mac OS X, they're also going to have to upgrade iCal and probably Mail and maybe Address Book to do things the new iCloud way. Whereas on Windows, they just they push all that stuff onto, onto Outlook. So they say, if you want to use iCloud on Windows, great, it's Outlook compatible. And if you don't use Outlook, then those features aren't available to you. But they, they would never be able to tell a Mac user, oh, sure, you can, you can install uh, iCloud on Snow Leopard, but unfortunately, contacts, mail, and calendars aren't going to be available. That, that would never fly. So it's, uh, it, is, it is a sticky issue, but uh, it, it's one that I think needs a solution. Well, hopefully enough people will complain and make right. it a solution. If this is going to work, because even if you have a lot invested in mobile me today, remember, mobile me officially dies next summer. Right. Okay. So at some point, Apple has the pressure, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but they have to be under the pressure to say, okay, we've got to do something to bring these people over. And as you said, maybe there'll be a Snow Leopard update. Maybe there'll just be an iCloud update that works under Leopard and Snow Leopard, and that would be sufficient. Um, It could be. Who knows? Who knows? I can't see where it presents an insurmountable programming problem. I mean, we have to look at Apple with their resources, which are so much more than the resources of any other tech company, so why can't they do it? Other than that, iCloud, you're giving up the ability to have your own personal website. 
Yes, so you're losing your iDisk and all of the different things that that involves. So your personal website, whether you used iWeb to publish or whether you did it manually and just stuck files on your iDisk, you're losing the file sharing aspect of it. You're losing the you know personal storage space, both for, for syncing your own stuff and for backups. Some people use their iDisk for backups. Um, so all of that goes away. Now, as you say, iDisk is one of those things that will continue to live until June 30th of, of 2012. Um, so even if you migrate to iCloud, your iDisk will still be there until next summer, but uh, it is on the way out. Uh, other things like the mail contacts calendars, once you migrate, it's done. You cannot go back and, and access them again in MobileMe once you've made the transition. So your, your iDisk goes away, the MobileMe gallery if you use to, to share you know, photos and movies, that goes away. Uh, and, and something that, that is upsetting a lot of people is the Mac-to-Mac syncing. So you would sync things like your, uh, your keychains and your dock items and your mail settings and signatures and smart mailboxes and all those sorts of things can sync amongst your Macs. But not with like. iCloud. We'll get into more of that in a moment. We have Joe Kissel, prolific author. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com This is a special announcement for all Americans who owe back taxes to the IRS or state. Pay attention. There is a special toll-free hotline set up especially for you. This hotline will give you free information on how you can legally reduce or eliminate your tax debt. Call the Consumer Tax Hotline today at 1-800-652-3707. Grab a pin or put the number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-652-3707. When you call, you will speak with qualified companies that will tell you how to stop the collection calls, IRS letters, bank levies, and wage garnishments. Plus, these companies will deal directly with the IRS on your behalf, so you won't have to. Even if you haven't filed returns or you're already in a payment plan, you can still get relief. The current government administration is very amicable and wants to work out a program in your best interest. But this won't last forever, and your tax problem only gets worse if you do nothing or try to handle it yourself. It does make a big difference in who you call. So call the Consumer Tax Hotline today for free information. 1-800-652-3707. That's 1-800-652-3707. Introducing a Diabetes Breakthrough, an easy, natural, organic way to bring relief to diabetics. 
Introducing MDS Forte, a concentrated super strength extract formulated for those who are looking for relief. What can MDS Forte do for you? MDS Forte reduces glucose levels safely and effectively, reduces cholesterol and triglyceride levels, increases HDL or good cholesterol while reducing LDL or bad cholesterol. MDS Forte reduces A1C, improves eyesight and circulation to the limbs, and helps with weight loss. Is non-toxic, caffeine-free, 100% natural, 100% organic, and comes with a 100% money back guarantee waiting for the side effects disclaimers with mds forte there are none order a 25-day treatment of mds forte by calling 213-405-5355 213-405-5355 or visit bestbloodsupport.com that's bestbloodsupport.com for mds forte a diabetes breakthrough Local Army Navy surplus stores are hard to find these days, but not military-issue supplies. They're right here online at MainMilitary.com. That's right, just like the state, M-A-I-N-E, Military.com. We have everything for true, total preparedness. MainMilitary.com is not a typical website. It has much more than your old surplus store. Quality military-issue survival gear like canteens, mess kits, utensils, gas masks, filters, and chemical suits, magnesium fire-starting tools, strike anywhere, waterproof, and storm matches, first aid kits, splints, tourniquets, parachute 550 cord, military manuals, sandbags by the bail, and a huge Molly assortment of vests and pouches for every need. Call 207-989-6783, 207-989-6783, or visit MainMilitary.com. That's M-A-I-N-E, Military.com, the main name in military supply. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. With Joe Kissel, I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live, and we are dissecting iCloud after dissecting Lion. You know, I want to tell you something, though. In my experience, trying to sync email accounts across, say, a desktop Mac and a MacBook Pro or something, inevitably it screws up something. And maybe that's why. It's never well, perfect. Well, I mean, I don't doubt that not just for that, but for a number of features, um, Apple decided to drop them because the, the problems were almost too hard to solve. I mean, there, there are so many things that can go wrong in the process of syncing that I think Apple just wanted to adopt an entirely new model. And rather than, than try to sort out some you know, massive tangle of possibilities that might, they might never get right, they they felt that I'm, I'm guessing here, you know. They they felt that the high road was to just uh, to just drop it. But, You're reaching, uh, but it's a good reach. Yeah, it's a sensible reach because the question being here, what reasons did Apple have to cut back on features? Yes, maybe it was too high a mountain to climb. Maybe on the long haul they'll add back some of those features when they can make them work properly. Because that's always been the thing. The basic fundamental mobile me once the worst glitches were gone pretty much worked okay, but sync has always been a little flaky at the edges. 
Yeah, I, I think you're right about that. I, I think it's quite possible that some of the mobile me features will come back, maybe in a slightly different form. I mean, you know, back to back to like keychains. So right now, I use one password and I store my one password data on my in my Dropbox. And so my iPhone and my iPad and my MacBook Pro, my iMac can all get at exactly the same list of passwords from that one central store in the cloud, in, in Dropbox. Now, I, I see no reason that Apple could not create something comparable to that for keychains. I mean, it's basically the same kind of data. I know they store it differently now, but um, in principle, there's nothing preventing Apple from moving to a system where they use iCloud storage, just like they do for, for documents in the cloud, to keep your keychains there. And then all of your different devices connect to that, and then syncing, syncing goes away because you're no longer syncing Mac to Mac, device to device. You have all of your devices using the cloud's copy as, as the master. So I, I think something like that is entirely plausible. I don't know that it will happen, uh, and I don't know what form it'll take, but I, but I, I, I do think it's, it's quite plausible that, that a number of features will come back in some way. One of the comments that people will consider here is the fact that in producing iCloud, Apple is, of course, in competition with other cloud-based storage and management systems. So in that sense, does Apple do better, worse what? Well, that's actually a very interesting point, because when you, go, when you think of something like iDisk, Apple was definitely competing with Dropbox and Box.net and SugarSync and SpiderOak and all these, all these kinds of online storage and sync kinds of places. But with a feature like Documents in the Cloud, they literally aren't competing with anyone. There isn't any other service out there that could even potentially give you online storage the same way Documents in the Cloud does because it is fundamentally built into Apple's own apps. Now, of course, you can access other. You can access a web dev server or whatever from within Pages, let's say. But because of the way iCloud is designed, um, they're they're literally they, they they're sort of literally defining competition out of the out of the picture in certain areas. So. Yes, of course, it's true that you can go to anybody else for an email account. That's trivial. And there are other calendaring and, and on, online contact management systems. But they are trying to make the newer features of iCloud be intrinsically uh, non-copyable. Look at, you know, find my Mac, find my iPhone, find my friends, find my whatever. Um, this is something that requires very low-level access to stuff in your iOS device that Apple would not give anybody else. <laughs> so um, tying that to iCloud and to Apple's devices sort of guarantees that they can't, they can't have any competition in that area. I mean, there are ways of getting sort of partway there-ish with exceptions and conditions and stuff, but uh, Apple is, it seems to me to be trying really hard to hold tightly onto all the pieces so that they work great when they're all together, but they're really not directly in competition with, with anybody else. And that's the other thing, too. If you don't like Apple's walled garden, so to speak, nobody forces you to go to iCloud. You never have to use it. You never have that's to true. set it up. But, you know, for people who, who do like Apple's stuff and Apple's access to media, you know, uh, music and TV shows and books and apps and all that stuff... I have to say, everything about iCloud is all, all of the features that have either persisted or are new seem to me to be better than what came before. 
you know, so the fact that you can now re-download previous purchases, the fact that I can you know, buy something on my iPhone and I look at my Mac and it's already there, um, that's really cool. I mean, I think that's the way it should have worked all along. But I, I like that Apple is increasingly doing the right thing or the, the, the thing that users would expect, would hope for um, to make everybody's life easier. And, and I like the fact that in, in many different respects, sync as a concept is going away. It's no longer, well, I have, to, I have to take these files here and these files here and somehow match them up, and I have to keep doing this. It, no, it's just, you know, as, as you take photos, they go into your photo stream in the cloud, and then as soon as your other devices are online, they just fall back down to them. And the same thing with your music, and the same thing with your apps and everything else. So the key here is that it just happens there shouldn't be a step. Right. And of course, there are, there are reasons that that won't always work. You might not have an active internet connection, or you might not have enough bandwidth, or, you know, whatever. Something might be turned off by mistake. There are, there are reasons it will fail, but it will fail less often than when everything had to be a sync. And I think that's a good thing. Okay. One of the things I noticed in using iCloud, I made a couple of changes to my address book on mm-hmm. my Mac. Because that got completely screwed up during all these syncing and unsyncings and mobile media iCloud where many listings were t- done twice. And I made a few changes, and almost instantaneously, I looked at my iPhone. The changes were reflected there. Right on. So it and does work. It does work. Uh, and I, and I have ha- I've read very few complaints about those sorts of things not working in iCloud as they did not <laughs> work initially in mobile Wii. So I think, I think Apple has, has really gotten very, very close on, on those sorts of syncs. Um, the, the thing is, if you're, if you're changing a contact, that's a very small amount of data, so it'll go up to the cloud and back down really, really fast. If you're talking about something like a TV show where you got to have a big file, um, you know, the larger the amount of data, whether it's a, a document or, or a mu- you know, some piece of music or, or a TV show, the more opportunities there are for failures and delays and, and conflicts. But, uh, but we're getting there. Getting closer. Slowly. But surely. So, so you would recommend that most Mac users who have an eligible Mac should go to iCloud or just wait a little bit longer? No, I mean, if... if all your devices are eligible, then yes, uh, I think it's perfectly fine to go to iCloud right now. Uh, the, the people uh, that I recommend hold off a bit are those who still have devices that cannot be upgraded to, to use the iCloud software natively. I mean, there, there is going to come a point where you're, you're going to have to just <laughs> either do without or, or bite the bullet and, and upgrade. But uh, for right now, um, you know, for example, if you're using Snow Leopard, you might want to wait a month or two or I don't know how long and, and see if Apple comes out with an update. Um, and if you, if you rely heavily on things like calendar sharing and you're still on uh, Leopard or, or any, any system that isn't iCloud compatible, mm, you might want to just wait. I mean, no one forces you to go there, but it's a one-way trip, isn't it? It really is, yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I feel very badly for people who invested heavily in uh, in Mobile Me. They have all their stuff, you know, their websites there, and they are, they're sharing photos, and they're using all these features. But they're still using a five year old Mac and uh, you know uh, uh, an early iPod Touch or whatever. And they they just they they can't they can't spend thousands of dollars on new equipment, but 
their data is stuck there and it's going to go away. In, well, the in one thing, months. though, with the websites, get yourself one of those cheap hosting plans. We have a couple of companies that advertise in the Tech Night Out Live. You can check them or just check, you know, online for different options. Where do we find more of the stuff that Joe Kissel does? Uh, go to TickControlBooks.com and you will find uh, Take Control of iCloud and Take Control of Upgraded Lion and many other fine books. And we'll go back into backups and lots of other stuff on future episodes. If you have a comment or a question about the Tech Night Out Live, write us, news at technightout.com. That's news at technightout.com. And one more thing, we have a completely updated forum at forum.technightout.com. That's forum.technightout.com. Check it out. A special thank you to Joe Kissel for joining us this week on the Tech Night Owl Live. And thanks for having me. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you own an Apple iPhone and love to listen to your favorite programs on GCN, I've got good news for you. I'm proud to announce that GCN has a brand new iPhone app available for our dedicated listeners at GCNlive.com. Listen to your favorite hard-hitting GCN programs live or on demand right on your iPhone. And the best part? The GCN iPhone app can be yours absolutely free. Download the iPhone app today by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. Hi, this this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. Welcome back to the Tech Night All Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. With Steve Crucian, Mr. Gadget, joining us on the Tech Night Owl Live, Steve was telling me that he was helping a friend set up a new system, new computer, new TV, all that stuff. Of course, you have to be lucky to be able to afford that kind of gear. But if you get the gear, tell us, Steve, what the experience was like. Oh, this was really uh, awesome. First of all, she upgraded from an old PowerBook G4 to a new MacBook Pro. And she just got the basic one, which is really all most people would need. They don't need the i7, although it's a pretty nice processor. The i5 was fine and not terribly expensive. But that brought up so many other things, too. But one of the things that I discovered in, in helping her order it was something that we've talked about so many times before, and that is, you know, if you've got HDMI on your computer, out to your TV, typically there's no audio, which is correct. So what's the point? You have to, you know, do separate audio, plug out to an input on the TV, if you can find one that'll work with the HDMI, etc. But on the new MacBook Pro and some other Mac products, there's a mini display port plus HDMI adapter with audio support from a company called Moshi, and it's only $35. And from there, you take an HDMI cable. We know that they're very inexpensive through suppliers like monoprice.com you know, for just a couple of bucks. And now you have 
exactly what you want. We're not talking about copy protective stuff, but, you know, videos that somebody sent you or photos, you want to see them on your big screen. And it's really easy to do directly now with this Samoshi adapter. You can find it uh, at any Apple store. And if you order a new MacBook Pro, it's actually included in the list of accessories to buy at the time you configure it, if you're doing it online. And again, they do have them in the stores for $35. It's a heck of a deal. Of course, she had a new TV. She got this TV months ago at my recommendation. It was a 50-inch Panasonic with uh, that was 720p, which is really all anybody needs. It doesn't have 3D, and it's just she's just really enjoyed it. And she's waited for me to visit until she had her computer and some other things to do. So during this visit, not only did I set up her MacBook Pro, but I took a look at her TV, and I already knew she didn't have Internet over there, which is something that many people are confronting or have confronted. Okay, I want to hear more about this, because you kind of think, everybody on the planet has to have Internet now. How did they not have Internet? Well, she does, she has Internet in the house, but not over where the TV equipment is. And people don't think about the need to have it where your TV is, your Blu-ray player, your set-top box, uh, maybe it's you know, cable or satellite, or let's say a Roku player, or if you have, if your choice is TiVo for, for your um, programming, they have Ethernet jacks on, jacks on the back, as does uh, the TV. And the reason is that TV does updates, and the Panasonic TV, of course, has something called VeraCast, which is lots of apps. Well, duh, you need Internet for that. Plus, it's a lot easier to do firmware updates on your TV and your Blu-ray player and whatever else you have if you have Ethernet. So the problem is people, sure, they may have Ethernet uh, from their modem and, and router to a nearby piece of equipment, but typically all of that stuff is nowhere near the TV. So how do you do it? Well, you can wire it or you can do it very simply like we did there's a, a a product from Netgear. It's a four-port device, a wireless device called 3D HD Wireless Home Theater Networking Kit. And it's I know nobody's going to remember this, but if you happen to have a pen handy, write this down. It's W N H D, as in David, B as in boy, three zero zero four. I'll do it one more time. W N as in Nancy H D. B is in boy, 3004. It's about $200 online for the two pieces you need. One piece simply plugs into power where your router and modem happen to be, and it takes one of the, one of the ports off of your router. And Okay, so you're feeding Internet through the power cords. No, you're feeding it through the router to this box, and then the other box plugs into power. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. You're actually right. using, you're sending Ethernet through the AC power. No, you're actually doing it wirelessly from oh, okay. one box to the other. And what's excellent about this, what the beauty of it is, it truly is plug and play. And don't we long for that where you just plug them in, they talk to each other, the green lights show, hey, I see you, and it's done. And from then on, at the other box at the TV area, there are four ports for Ethernet ports. 
So I plugged one into the TV, one into the Blu-ray, one into her Dish Network, uh, and if she had a Roku or something like that, it would do it too. And all of a sudden, the TV lit up with things that, that she certainly had never seen before and never experienced and had no idea what was coming, but I did. First of all, it told her that there was a firmware update for both the Blu-ray, Blu-ray player and the TV. We did that real quick. And then we got into VieraCast and all the wonderful apps that were there, from Weather and YouTube and Netflix to many, many others, including Skype, so that if you have a TV that is compatible with having a camera plugged in, then you can do that too, right from the TV. The point is that this is a high-speed wireless access point between your router and the TV, and for only $200, you get both pieces and truly plug-and-play. Now, Monster has a, a similar kit uh, as well, and some of the other companies have them, as well as some companies having uh, wired solutions like you were alluding to that travel over your home power lines or your, your, uh, you know, your power lines in the house, your electrical circuits, if you will. Some problems exist with those because you can't plug those devices into a surge suppressor because they cut out the the signal. You also can't use them if you have a split electrical panel, so you can't bridge the gap from one uh, across the panel to the electrical wiring. And you also can't use it if you happen to have one of those uh, telephone extension, wireless telephone extension devices that allow you to put an extension or put a phone where previously there wasn't one. It goes through the electrical wiring of the house. They conflict. So th- and, and even though those solutions may be slightly less expensive, they're, they may not be as reliable. Now, for people who need more than four ports, well, you can just get a $25 switch, an Ethernet switch plugged into one of those ports and expand to more outlets. It's fast enough if you're... Internet is fast enough, and if your router supports it, uh, you can stream video. You can do all the things that you'd want to do with your TV. So it's a really nice solution, and it just worked so beautifully. And she was thrilled, and so was I, to see all this fabulous uh, capability unlocked just because we had this new piece of equipment. And that's interesting that a lot of our TVs today are connected TVs. They have features built in that most people don't know exist. Right. But the other thing is, it points up the importance of having Internet at your TV, at your big screen TV. And again, it's not just for the TV, but for the TV, the Blu-ray. For example, you're watching Blu-ray disc. You know, there's additional, on many discs, there's additional content available online through the disc. Well, you have to have a way to get online. And for, for programming updates to your TiVo or to your cable box, things like that, it, some of them still have a um, telephone jack in the back. And, of course, then you need telephone over at your equipment, but you don't want that because it's so darn slow. You really want Ethernet from your Internet connection. And the other thing that this points up is the importance for having, of having robust Internet connection, Internet capability, speed from your Internet supplier. Uh, and the threshold used to be, well, you'd have 3 megabytes down and 768K up, but that's not going to cut it in this day and age. You need faster. And some of the cable companies 
and some of the internet providers, uh, perhaps UVerse and some of the others, provide 15 megs down and one up. I upgraded hers for her from from that capability with Charter to the 18 megs down and and that makes a really big difference, and we'll get into more of that in a moment with Steve Krush and Mr. Gadget with Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Owl Live. Ray Perkins, a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born, calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack, attack of the Rockaways. The former fiction editor for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, Robert Simpson, writes, The soul of the novel Attack of the Rockoids lies in its heart and passion for building a convincing tale of a love that spans the galaxy. A thrilling story. Attack, attack of the Rockoids is available now. Read a sample chapter and get a special discount off of the cover price at our website, rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attack Attack of the Rockoids, a novel in the grand science fiction tradition. Greetings again. This is John Swenson at Midas Resources, your source for gold and silver. You know, I have the same crystal ball that you have when it comes to what's just around the corner, but we both know that there's nothing on the financial horizon that looks very good. The single measure of good news is that precious metals continue to outperform everything else out there. Right now is the time to take a hard look. Pricing is more attractive now than it's been in many months. Historically and traditionally, this is when prices rise the fastest. They haven't and opportunities knocking. Please give me a call, 800-686-2237, extension 128. I promise you an informative, no pressure, no nonsense conversation. We might even have some grins. This is John Swenson at Midas Resources, 800-686-2237, extension 128. Just make that call. Thanks. Do you live where ice storms, blizzards, tornadoes, floods, earthquakes, or hurricanes occur? Who doesn't? Well, most of us do, and when they occur, one of the first things to happen is the power goes out. When Hurricane Irene hit, over 5 million homes were without power. Just having light around the house becomes very important. Arm yourself with the new 50-hour emergency candle in a can. Just pull the pop-top lid, the matches are safe inside, and light up the candle for 50 hours of continuous light. The candle and matches are together when you need them the most. Emergency light that has an indefinite shelf life, always ready and won't go dead like batteries. 50-hour emergency candles are $7.95 each or four for $28. Call toll-free 1-855-485-8555, or order online at candlesincans.com. One more time, that's 855-485-8555, or visit us at candlesincans.com. 
Ready for cold and flu season? Now's the time to get ready and save during the pre-winter sale at HerbalHealer.com. Stock up on powerful, natural flu fighters like olive leaf extract, elderberry power, and grapefruit seed liquid. Don't forget your vitamin D3 this winter. Right now, HerbalHealer.com has 120 soft gels, 1,000 IUs on sale for only $9. And remember, HerbalHealer.com offers eFoods Global Products, delicious, premium, storable foods that contain no MSG. No trans fats, no GMO, and have a 25-year shelf life. Click the eFoods link on HerbalHealer.com and try eFood storable meals for free. Bookmark HerbalHealer.com, then experience live chat, correspondence courses, and sign up for our free newsletter. As always, new customers get a free 128-page catalog with your order. Log on and hit the pre-winter specials at HerbalHealer.com. Healing the world with nature, one person at a time, since 1988. We want to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, just send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. And if you want to catch up on past episodes, we have hundreds of shows for you to download direct from technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or check us out at iTunes. Steve Crucian, Mr. Gadget. We're talking about fixing someone's Internet to get faster speeds because they are now connected, now accessing more of their cable or DSL modem and therefore needing better performance. Now, That's right. It's unfortunate, you know, that, what is it, about a third of the people in the United States don't have high-speed Internet. But that's yes, another story. It a, it's unfortunate. Some of it is because they're just not wired for it. But eventually, we hope that'll change. And, and the other part of it is that it's expensive, and I, I recognize that. But unless you're going to, if you don't want to participate in all the technology or, and or you can't afford it, that's the way it is. I certainly understand that and can appreciate that it's just out of the realm of possibility for many people. On the other hand, if you can do it, it's really important to do so because you want to be able to stream that content. You want to be able to share the content. You want to be able to transfer files. And in addition, going back to my friend and and an issue that we've talked about many times, if you're paying a, a phone bill that is more than $10 a month, well, why not go VoIP? Keep your phone number and use a a service that we recommend called Phone Power, which if you pay the 199 entry fee up front, you get the second year free, so you get very robust telephone service. I'm speaking to you over it now, and I and yes, it's I very good, and I use it myself. And what that means is it's eight dollars and thirty three cents your monthly average over two years. Right. Well, that, and that's plus the fees. It comes in at just a little under ten dollars. So that's sure. I like to to be clear with that. But for ten dollars a month, you get your you get to keep in most cases you get to keep your regular phone number if you choose, and you get call waiting, call forwarding, selective ring, voicemail to email, and so many features. Many of which you would pay for with your phone company. Now you get it for really pennies, and that's the other thing. We're going to switch with her because she was paying around $80 a month with AT&T and it included unlimited long distance for $40 a month. And I said, well, we can cut that way down. And she was amazed. And that's the next thing we're going to do in the project with her and save her approximately $70 a month. And you know one other thing with phone power? And I'm a customer. I'm a paid customer. They don't advertise on the show, although we carry some of their banners on the website. And that is you get 60 minutes free international calling. 
Right, to, land, the, to most countries' landlines. Exactly, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you got a cell phone, it's going to be more. But the other and, thing is here, their minute rates for international calling, once you get past the 60 minutes or you're calling a mobile phone, it's cheaper than almost every other provider. That's exactly right. I keep checking to see if it's cheaper through Skype or through Vonage or some other means, and they are consistently the lowest of the low with some rates that are below a penny per minute. I know I looked up calling the UK, for example, or rather it was Paris, France, I think, from Phone Power, and it was, I found a rate uh, there to Paris for under a penny a minute. How can you beat that? The point is you can save a lot of money, and, uh, and why not do that? Really, why not do that unless you don't have the Internet capable of supporting it? And you don't need very high speed for phone power I would say two megs down and 768 up will cover it, but you want the bandwidth for these other things too. So that said, I've got more to talk about as well. Okay, let's go for it. All right. You know I'm a huge fan of Brother Printers. They keep coming out with excellent, excellent printers. I've been checking on their website at, uh, at the Brother Mall at brothermall.com to look at some of the specials, and I see on the for lasers, the, the HL2240D from their website and maybe duplicated elsewhere, and through October 29th, $89.99 with free shipping, I believe, for this compact personal laser printer with built-in duplex, I might add, which is a great feature, 24 pages, up to 24 pages per minute, the automatic duplex, as I mentioned, up to 2400 by 600 DPI resolution, 250 sheet capacity, it's a fabulous printer, and it is dirt cheap to operate. You can uh, get the toner cartridges, not from Brother, although they'd like to have you get them from them, for about $10 for a 2,600-page toner cartridge. That's a fabulous deal. They have another one in the laser realm for 199 for a laser printer with wireless networking and duplex, the HL5370BW, uh, after rebate through the 29th for a hundred night well two hundred dollars we'll call it one ninety nine ninety nine and there are lots of other deals and if you perchance are interested in an all-in-one with inkjet technology which we know costs more but actually some of the the cartridges i have found for the new brother color printers are remarkably inexpensive to the tune of just a few dollars and they even have a black cartridge that'll do 600 pages but the unit that i want to to speak of that's on special right now through the 22nd of October is their professional series inkjet all-in-one printer with up to 11 by 17, which is important for some people, du built-in duplex printing and dual paper trays. So this is uh, for uh, copy and print and scan and fax, uh, all of those features for that low price of $199. It's $100 off. And that is the uh, model MFCJ six seventy sixty seven ten MFCJ sixty seven ten DW. I see it one ninety nine. Yeah, I see it. That's the one with eleven seventeen. That's amazing because most of the all in ones you get for that price don't do eleven seventeen. 
That's correct. And the other one I want to bring to everyone's attention is one that I've tested, and I have here, the MFC J825DW. It's the last one on the list for $150, but you can find it online for less, like through Amazon. This is an inkjet all-in-one with 3.3-inch web-connected touchscreen interface. What that gives you is direct touch connections to your Facebook page and many other things, including uh, Google Docs and so much more. And it's, of course, wireless, So and it hooked up to the network here very, very easily. It's got a 20-page ADF. It is. It can be pretty fast printing. They say 35 pages per minute for black and 27 pages per minute for color up to 20 uh, up to 12 pages per minute for black and 10 pages per minute color for the higher quality. I, and for photos, it's just going to take a long time for an 8.5 by 11. But it's worth it. This is a great little machine. Very simple to operate. I love the web-connected interface. There's a review on my website. And, and for around $100, is as inexpensively as I have found it, if you need color, this is really a terrific, simple, simple machine for copy, scan, and fax, and, of course, print. My suggestion is to get that inexpensive black-and-white laser we talked about for under $100 as your everyday mainstay, or get an inexpensive wireless version that they have as well uh, of the same type of printer with built-in duplex for black-and-white laser, and get this one for when you need color, which is precisely what we have here, which is a black and white all-in-one, which preceded the MSC J825DW. But we also have that, the MSC J825DW, when we want to print in color. Which I'll tell you what, let's give our listeners a second here, Steve, to write down all these numbers as we do the break. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Owl Live. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. SellYourMac.com purchases used Apple computers, iPhones, iPads, and iPods through a safe, no-hassle transaction. They're a BBB-accredited business with an A-plus rating. You can rest assured you'll get paid for your expensive devices. They're in this business because they love Apple products. They want you to have the latest and greatest Apple gear available. Selling your used Mac, iPhone, or iPad will greatly reduce the cost of a new purchase. Get a free quote now from SellYourMac.com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. Plan a healthy garden easy and fast with OrganicaSeed.com. Easy because OrganicaSeed.com offers one of the largest online selections of organic, heirloom, non-hybrid, and untreated seeds, as well as tobacco and cotton seeds at low prices. Go to OrganicaSeed.com, spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-C-A-Seed.com. OrganicaSeed.com. Remember, OrganicaSeed is healthy seed. 
We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit and carting to a private bank, having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Hi, Ted Anderson. I'm placing a silver dollar in a book explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Hi there, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. And we're looking in this time of terrible financial crash, terrible meltdown of the medical system, we're looking to pay people obscene amounts of money if you become a student of our business at Longevity, We will help you actually take care of people better than the medical system has. Think about it. We spend more money in America for health care than all the other 218 nations the world put together, and they can't even solve weight loss problems. I mean, the medical system can have a total mental brain fart, and if you do this, you will be able to save an enormous amount of people from being overweight, being obese. They don't even know what causes obesity. Believe me, we know what causes obesity. In the medical system, they think it's from eating too much. It's not from eating too much. It's actually a mineral deficiency. Do you solve a iron deficiency anemia with a bone marrow transplant? That's what they think. Do you solve a mineral deficiency that causes obesity with a gastric bypass? That's dumber than a stump. Contact us at GCNminerals.com. Learn how to lose weight, look good, and save yourselves a gob of money. We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years in serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System system today complete with two black berkey elements for only 231 dollars and the berkey guy will ship your order free of charge with the purchase of a berkey light the berkey guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only 39.99 that's over 30 percent off the retail price call the berkey guy at 1-877-886-3653 that's 1-877-886-3653 or order online at goberkey.com that's goberkey.com today what are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know. We're back with Steve Krush and Mr. Gadget on the Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg, focusing on printers. Go ahead, please. Yes, thank you. Well, let me just give the numbers again. The, the uh, brother all-in-one color with it with a touch screen and wireless, of course, is the MFCJ825DW, which Brother has on their website for $150, but you will find it for less online. And the other one that's a color inkjet all-in-one doesn't have the touch screen with direct uh, access to your Flickr and, and Picasa and your Facebook page, as does the last one I just mentioned. But this one does 11 by 17 with duplex printing, uh, the other one does duplex printing as well. But if you need that larger size and all those capabilities for $200, this is special through the 22nd of December. It is the model MFCJ6710. That's the MFCJ6710DW for duplex and wireless. So we move from there to some very interesting technology from a company called ViewZone. 
You can find them at viewzone.com, V-U-E-Z-O-N-E.com. Now, these are little wireless cameras that basically uh, use a peel-and-stick semicircular magnetic base, and that semicircle that the camera sticks to or, or adheres to magnetically allows you to roll it around to find the best angle. So you peel, you stick, you position the camera, and then you can view the content on a computer, on a smartphone, and they've put in some things that they didn't have on the last one that uh, I asked for. I'm sure it wasn't just me that they were accommodating. But if they have an infrared camera, so it's great in low light, and I appreciate that. And they have kits now which show you that they have uh, motion detection camera as well. And there are several different kits. What's good about this system is the batteries should last up to about a year. And they're really, uh, so it's really quite efficient. And you can see these from uh, from anywhere. You can see the images from anywhere, from your iPhone, your Android phone, your BlackBerry. And uh, as they say, there's an app for that as well as on computer. And you can use up to 15 cameras, so you can check in from work or from vacation. You can perhaps check in on a vacation home or a rental that you, you need to, to see. But maybe you've got a vacation or a second home someplace, and you just want to be able to check in on it. This is a pretty inexpensive way to do it with up to 15 cameras. Viewzone.com is the place to look. Very, very interesting and excellent products. I can also tell you that another thing I've been checking out and continue to check out, you know, Gene, that, that cutlery, sharp knives is something that I go crazy for. I love it. I've always had them. But uh, there's continuing developments in the area of knives that are sharp and keeping them sharp. The Wusthof brand, W-U-S-T-H-O-F.com, has a variety of knives that they continue to introduce with what they call their PE Tech technology, precision edge technology, that is, uh, well, the knives are sharpened using laser technology to measure the knife and then in an automated fashion, they're sharpened on a wheel. And this allows them to be considerably sharper than they otherwise would have been down to what is the Japanese standard of about 14 to 15 degrees per side versus the typical European standard that we're all, the the knives that we've had, we're used to, that we don't even know are at about 20 degrees. 20 degrees, you can still sharpen a knife very well so that you can shave with it, but down to the 14 degrees is that much sharper and more precise Wusthof has, has switched over. Other manufacturers are switching over to this new standard, and I continue to test some of these wonderful knives from Wusthof. But then the question is always, well, that's great, and they hold an edge for a lot longer, but how do you keep them sharp? And our friends at Chef's Choice continue to innovate, and this is a product we've talked about before, but again, I see no reason uh, to talk about a product like a sharp knife if you don't close the loop and and tell people how to keep them sharp. Most people don't think about it or they take their knives in and spend $5, $10, $15 each to have them sharpened. It's an inconvenience. You're without your knives. And I say spend $150 or $160 or so, around $150 average on Amazon, for the Chef's Choice Model 15. This is the sharpener that is a triple beveled, 
design sharpened as three slots and allows you to maintain those knives we were just talking about at the 14 or 15 degrees. But in addition, if you have good cutlery that is not scalloped edge, not serrated, which I, I don't advise except for a bread knife, even, uh, oh, let's say steak knives, don't get uh, the serrated knives. But this knife sharpener allows you to maintain your blades at 14 or 15 degrees, it's a 15 degree sharpener. For the difference between 14 and 15 is negligible. But it allows you to maintain them and to switch them. I've switched all of my knives over and they stay sharper longer so long as you, sh- you use a polypropylene cutting board. And, and I can tell you quite candidly, I've done this for so long, people I've switched over, I've, I've convinced to do this without question. It's like switching somebody from a PC to a Mac, they say, gee, why didn't I do this sooner? All those wonderful things, they, they're never disappointed. The same thing with, with this uh, Chef's Choice Model 15 sharpener and getting these new knives from Wustoff, which many of which are uh, rather inexpensive. If you find them online, you look at the, the Wustoff Classic, you can find the, the few knives that you need for $30, 40 $50 for some, maybe a little more for others, but for under $200, you can have everything you need from a, a 10-inch chef's knife to a 4- to 6-inch utility knife and um, maybe a couple more like a Santoku-style knife. And uh, that's pretty much all you need, maybe one more, maybe another utility knife or a paring knife. And that's it. That, that's all you need. So I love cutlery, and I love the fact that we can now easily not only buy knives that are already at that, but we can convert and maintain them so inexpensively thanks to our friends at Chef's Choice. All right. That That statement is not a cut-up. There you go. Not at all. Okay. And I I have some very exciting news that you are first to hear. Uh, I've been working very diligently on volume one of, uh, of a series of books, just as you have an accumulated wealth of knowledge from many, many years, so too do I in everything from uh, computer and TV, some of the things we've been talking about here, to computers and computer backup, the importance of it, how to do it and what you need, to all the housewares and hardware things we've talked about, whether it's kitchen gadgets or knives or could even be oh, some kitchen appliances or hardware uh, on the order of uh, barbecues. Well, Volume 1 is nearing its completion, and it's going to be print-on-demand through Amazon, and uh, we're doing it under 100 pages to keep costs down, not only for production, but also so we can make it affordable. It will be black and white except for the cover, and there won't be too many photos in it because uh, it takes up a lot of space. I want the information to be out there. I want people to have many aha moments to to save money on technology that's useful. And uh, by purchasing the book, it's all going to be in there, That all that I can cram in volume one and in succeeding volumes. So I would love to invite your, your listeners and friends to email me. That's mrgadget at mrgadget.com. And in the subject line, put book. And I will hang on to your email. I'm certainly not selling it or using it for any purpose other than to let you know when the book is available, should you wish to purchase it. And I will appreciate it, and I know you will get a lot out of it. 
uh, that's with information that people are not covering uh, either at all or to the extent and degree that I will be covering it in the chapters of Volume 1. That will be Volume 1 of his new book. We have Steve Crucian, Mr. Gadget, coming along for one more segment on the Tech Night Owl Live. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. Ray Perkins, a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born, calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack Attack of the Rockaways. The former fiction editor for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, Robert Simpson, writes, The soul of the novel Attack of the Rockaways lies in its heart and passion for building a convincing tale of a love that spans a galaxy. A thrilling story. Attack Attack of the Rockaways is available now. Read a sample chapter and get a special discount off of the cover price at our website, rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attack, attack of the Rockoids, a novel in the grand science fiction tradition. I have bought a few bottles of heart and body extract and have to say that it, it certainly does work. That's what Jack from Michigan had to say after his experience with heart pain and what he did to treat it with heart and body extract. I actually had a huge heart flutter also having some edema around my ankles and very worrisome clot in my uh, right leg that would happen from time to time while I was trying to sleep. Heart and body extract is all natural with no negative side effects. It will help repair or correct past problems associated with the heart and body circulation. After my second bottle of heart and body extract, all problems are now gone. Order at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305. I ordered a third bottle of Heart and Body Extract for maintenance as I want to keep everything working. Order Heart and Body Extract at 866-295-5305 or hbextract.com. Heart and Body Extract for a long and healthy life. Keeping food on hand for emergencies protects you the same way as does insurance on your home or car. With Freeze-Dry Guy freeze-dried foods in your food reserve, you can be ready for just about any unexpected crisis. Right now, for the month of October 2011, Freeze-Dry Guy is letting their customers get first dibs on the meat bucket special. That's roasted chicken, Southwest-style chicken, teriyaki-style chicken, stroganoff-style beef, cheesy ground beef, and savory roasted ground beef. Just add hot water and enjoy. Portable, easy, convenient. Real meat, real good. Supplies won't last with this special offer. Order today to beef up your freeze-dried meat supply. You'll even get $20 back in survival bucks or loyalty dollars when you beat the rush and order our freeze-dried meat buckets. Go to freezedryguy.com. That's freezedryguy.com. Or call 866-404-3663. That's 866-404-FOOD. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. I designed our top-selling holster, the Super Tuck Deluxe, to solve the problems of being poked, pinched, and gouged while carrying concealed. The Super Tuck Deluxe is the most comfortable, most concealable holster on the market today. We offer a two-week free trial and a lifetime warranty. Visit us at crossbreedholsters.com. 
Don't forget, crossbreedholsters.com. We want to know. How do you use WebEx? Last week, I started a meeting on my office computer, but had to go cross town for another meeting. So Mike drove, and I was able to finish my WebEx meeting using the WebEx app on my smartphone. This is how you do business. Connect online and share what's on your computer screen with others, anytime, anywhere, on their desktop, on their laptop, or mobile device. Go to WebEx.com right now and try WebEx free. WebEx from Cisco. W-E-B-E-X.com. You never know what's going to happen next while listening to the Tech Night Isle, live with Gene Steinberg. With Steve Krusch and Mr. Gadget on the Tech Night Isle Live, we've been talking about everything from connected TVs to MacBook Pros to telephones to cutlery to the new book series. We have a few more minutes left. you got some more gear for us to check out. Absolutely. You know, uh, we've talked about uh, room fans before, and you know that my preference, my favorite brand is Vornado. I think you just can't do better than their stuff at for the price. I certainly like the Dyson fans as well, the bladeless fans. They're quite expensive typically, but Vornado has a number of fans, and they call them circulators, in a number of sizes, whether it's something compact for under $50, it's perfect for your student's dorm room, which never has enough air flowing, of course, or to your office or to your home. But they have something fairly new that I have been testing and really like. It is their tower circulator. Now, you may have seen tower fans before uh, that perhaps are an oscillating fan. That is, they go back and forth. The problem with any oscillating fan is it's only at a particular place blowing air to that place for a moment as it continues its sweep. Well, the tower circulators from Vornado have a unique design. They are vertically oriented as being as befitting the name tower circulator, but in addition, they have a sort of rounded emitting surface that sweeps over a wide area. So instead of needing to oscillate, it delivers air through this curved outlet where at the top it is, let's say, more to the right, and as it curves down and to the left, it just covers a very wide area, which is really quite nice because covering that large area, unlike any other fan that concentrates its 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 delivery at a, at a particular point or what we've talked about in, a, in an oscillating fan, this one covers that wide swath and it does a very nice job. It's not particularly loud, and it has a remote control, which is very nice. So you can turn it on, you can cut it down to a medium or low speed, and it also has timer settings. All of these things, of course, available at the fan from the top, from its buttons, but it has uh, a timer so you can turn it off in two hours or four hours or uh, whatever the other settings may be, and uh, you can get the hundred uh, the the forty one inch tall tower circulator, the model one eighty four, for a hundred ten dollars with free shipping, and I can tell you this is quite a nice nice fan and not a lot of money, but it really does a very nice job. Many areas of the country are still warm, quite warm, uh, and will be that way for some time. So 
take a look at this from warnado.com. Okay, fans. We're all fans of Steve Krush and Mr. Gadget. What else do you have for us? Well, actually, I was going to ask you a question, which we don't often get an opportunity to do, to have a discussion of some of the things that you are into that, uh, that I might contribute to the discussion. What products are of interest? What have you been doing? And let me uh, sort of turn it back to you to tell us some of the things that you're interested in right now. Well, very shortly we'll be reviewing the iPhone 4S which has been highly anticipated. I know some people were wondering, gee, it should have had an all-new case, which, of course, isn't Apple's way. Apple goes a couple of generations on one case before they amortize the investment and go to something new. But there are a lot of changes. It's gotten really good reviews, incredible sales, and we will have some comments on that soon. I'm looking forward to trying out the iPhone 4S. So that's one particular product I'm looking at. Also, I've been talking to some of the TV makers about whether we should have a look for review of a 3D TV. I don't know. Well, I'm skeptical. No, well, well, that's interesting. You, you mentioned 3D TV. That's uh, uh, one of the chapters I've been working on in my book and uh, talking to some experts, including uh, the, my friend Gary Merson, who is HD Guru at HDGuru.com. And we've been having a friendly sparring session because I've always thought, you know, people don't want this technology. They don't need, well, the need has nothing to do with it. People don't want it. They don't want to pay extra. They don't understand it. There's no content. And Gary actually set me straight, and maybe it'll help you and, and others, because HDTV is wonderful, but 3DTV, look at it as a feature. Just as other things have features, if you don't want it, don't use it. But in 2012, there will be much more content promised from the suppliers. If you have DirecTV, you already have lots of things you can watch on uh, in 3D. Uh, there are 3D Blu-ray discs that you can get. And really, if you look at some of the prices for 3D TVs, it's not that, that outrageous. It's not that much more, plus the fact that uh, come 2012, you're probably not going to find very many TVs that don't have it, so you might just as well go for it. Well, I think part of the problem we've always seen in 3D TV is originally it was a higher purchase price, so the prices now aren't much higher than a regular set. They brought them down considerably. The other issue, of course, is the cost of glasses. If you don't get the passive glasses like the ones that you get at your multiplex, you get those active shutter glasses that can cost 100 or $150 a set. That's where you're kind of skeptical. And my other point of skepticism is the fact that, hey, how many movies am I going to see in 3D? Three? You know, you've seen Avatar, you see a couple of others, that's it. Yes, but there will be much more content available in, in, in time. And I want to go back to something you mentioned as far as the 3D glasses. We know there's active technology and passive technology. The passive is the glasses you get in the theaters. Those are cheap glasses. And not everybody has that. But come 2012, there will be a standard for the active stuff. And it's uh, so Samsung and Panasonic and others are subscribing to this new standard. I haven't seen that LG is aboard, and that's one of the one of the bugaboos here because these TVs that we're buying now are expected to last for many, many, many years. So that suggests that we need to be sure, and there's no way to do so, that 
if the time comes when we want to buy glasses, because these things don't come with glasses typically, so that's another added cost. But when we want to make the leap and get involved, we want to make sure the glasses are available. And there's no guarantee that in five years or 10 years, we'll still be able to get glasses. There's similarly no guarantee that in that time frame or maybe slightly beyond that 3D for TV will have faded away. But the point is, it's here now. It's going to be even stronger next year with more content. So if you're buying a TV, uh, there's no reason to not get into it as far as the TV. And it's a feature you just don't have to take advantage of. You don't have to participate in. Don't buy the glasses. But I had always thought that when you have a 3D TV, that the 2D that you're watching, the regular TV, may not be as good because of 3D. Gary set me straight and said, no, to the, on the contrary, the circuitry that's in there that m- makes it possible for 3D to happen, whether it's a plasma or an LCD TV, actually can enhance uh, the quality of the picture in normal 2D mode. Now, I again, I was skeptical. Gary does the testing. I will defer to his expertise. So that was pretty good news. So if you consider it that it is a feature that you don't have to take advantage of, then don't fear it. And you might want to communicate with uh, with Gary through hdguru.com. And he is hdguru at hdguru.com. But Gene, you might want to communicate with him and, and ask for a recommendation on which set he thinks would be a good one for you to experience and to try. And I'm sure he'd be happy to do it. Gary's a uh, a very interesting fellow, is all I can say. And uh, we've been friends for many, many, many years. Well, I'll look forward to getting in touch with him. You'll give me his contact information privately. And we'll take a look at an interfacing with some of the TV makers. We'll find out which works best. I assume Plasma is more attuned to 3D than LCD, right? Well, Plasma is just a better experience anyway, so long as you don't have sunlight streaming on the screen and perhaps at night uh, when it's really dark, uh, you do most of your viewing anyway, that's the best viewing environment. And if you get a TV like some of the Panasonics and some of the others that, that are THX certified, the picture has been tweaked so you don't have to. And when you switch it to THX mode, it's freaking awesome. That's all I can say. And you can get the 50-inch sets. You can get up to, well, I think they're they're introducing an 80-inch set for consumers coming up. They have a 70-inch uh, set now at Sam's Club. Don't let me tell you the price. Hey, Steve Crucian, tell our listeners where they can find out more of the stuff from Mr. Gadget. It is at very simply at, at my website and through email there, mrgadget at mrgadget.com. And the website is mrgadget.com. Steve Crucian, Mr. Gadget, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Owl Live. Always a pleasure, Gene. We'll talk soon. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner, and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. 
We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit and carting to a private bank, having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Welcome back to the Tech Night All Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We have Jim Dalrymple of The Loop at loopinsight.com. And one of the obvious topics on the table this week is Apple releases their financial results, and Wall Street declared it a miss, and thus, at least initially, the stock price went down. What's the reality, Jim? Well, you know, this is one of the funniest things because this is the first time that Apple has supposedly missed their their um, targets since 2002. So we're talking almost a decade now that Apple has beat what the analyst predicted was. But the thing is, the analysts just pull these numbers out of thin air. You know, they they say what they believe Apple will um, report. And if Apple reports more, then they're genius. If they don't report more, then they're, you know, the stock tanks. And it's really an arbitrary thing because the only one that, that really knows what's going on is Apple. You know, they beat their own forecast, their own guidance. A company puts out uh, guidance for analysts and Wall Street saying what they believe their numbers will be. Now, Apple has, I I believe, Wall Street thinks that Apple has been too conservative on those numbers. So they basically overcorrected. Yeah, so the analysts just keep pumping up their numbers, and, you know, here, a decade later, you have... uh, you have the analysts that had numbers that were very high, and Apple didn't meet those numbers. They're still great numbers. They posted a $6.6 billion profit on $28 billion in revenue for a three-month quarter. That's and it's incredible. interesting here, too, why these numbers were lower than expectations. It's because during the last quarter, they were imagining that iPhone sales would be constant or increase even though people were waiting for the next model. As Mr. Spock says, that, my friends, is illogical. Yeah, well, it's it's interesting that, you know, iPhones are up quarter over quarter. You know, there's there's no problem with the iPhone, but what you end up with is, and, and Apple talked about it a bit, with the iPhone rumors. The majority of the iPhone rumors that came out between, well, this year even, um, but that came out over the last two months, the vast majority are wrong. And, you know, uh, uh, Sean King has... Uh, data that he's been tracking since mid-August, and on one site that posted, I think it was 22 or 25 rumors or something like that, only four of them turned out to be true. 
So you have people that are, are whipping themselves up into a frenzy and websites that are whipping themselves up into a frenzy over features and designs for products that never materialize. So, you know, when people said the iPhone 4S was a disappointment, they're comparing it to these wild rumors that go around about what the iPhone should be or what they think it should be. And it's just craziness. Well, this is maybe getting too drunk with their power. They thought, well, Apple is walking on water, and that reality doesn't count. And it also shows that Apple's posture in terms of public information is correct because, you know, they've said in the past if they prematurely announce a new product, sales are going to tank on the existing product. So what happened? Everybody was expecting the iPhone to come out in the summer, the iPhone 4S or iPhone 5 or whatever. It didn't. So as soon as the rumors arose, people said, why am I buying an iPhone now? I'll wait, or at least a few million did. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. You know, obviously not everybody waited. Uh, they still sold what was it, over 17 million iPhones. Um, so, but you still have you know, three, four million, maybe 10 million, who knows how many that didn't buy an iPhone because people said, oh, it's coming out at WWDC. People were convinced it was coming out at WWDC and it, it didn't. Then it was coming out in the summer and it didn't. And then September, it didn't. Finally, in October, it came out. And, you know, if you take everybody that started waiting in you know, June when WWDC was, that's quite a period of, of sales that, you know, Apple potentially missed because rumor sites were wrong. After all, we have to agree that those rumor sites sometimes get it right. Sure they do. But, you know, when you start affecting um, the, the financials of a business, you should make sure that you're right. And they don't. Well, how do you get it right? I mean, it's still a little bit of, you know, kicking around the crystal ball. How do you possibly yeah. get results like that? But you also have to look at the fact that typically Apple exceeds guidance by 12 to 18%, according to one survey I checked. Now, they became overconfident because the last time it was, what, 24% higher? But even if you assumed 12 to 18% and they got 13% higher, hey, they met their own guidance. What do you want? Yeah, well, you know, you can say that, uh, oh, well, I'm going to jack up the guidance this time because they keep beating it. But it's, it's not Apple's fault that the analyst guidance is wrong in the first place. You know, and that's the, the whole problem with this stuff is that it's just, it's not based on anything real. It's based on... Um, well, really, it's based on guesses. You know, it's the analyst's best guess as to what will happen, but it's still a guess. Right. You know, the only sure. It might be, you know, if we look at our other show, the Paracast, where we talk about UFOs and paranormal subjects, I guess this kind of prediction fits there. I was suggesting even in my com column for Thursday that it might be possible for anybody to just hang out a shingle on their front lawn say financial analyst and start a business if you get customers you're okay there's no litmus test there's no state bar exam to be a financial analyst anybody can do it yeah yeah i mean you know it's it's there to be done if if you want to but 
you know, I, I think that the analysts and everybody else really has, uh, 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 they, they really need to make sure that they're right with this stuff. I mean, you can't just, you can't just say that Apple missed when, you know, I could say that the financial analysts missed, you know, I mean, when, when you do stuff like this, you can say almost anything. All right. Well, there you go. That's how it comes. Okay, but at least Apple for the current quarter is talking of guidance of $37 million. Wow. Yeah. It's big, isn't it? Now, that would be something in terms of your industry contacts. Are preliminary sales for this quarter actually looking like they're going to be that high? Well, I mean, just take a look at the the, the iPhone 4S. I mean, Anything that they that they lost last quarter, you know, they should make up this quarter. Uh, just take a look at the the iPhone 4S. I mean, it sold four million units in three days. It had um, a million pre-orders, which beat the record of the iPhone 4, which was at six hundred thousand. So, you know, it's going to be a a good quarter. There's there's no doubt no doubt in my mind about that. Have you got your iPhone 4S yet? I, I have. I actually uh, got one early before they were released. Um, I got one beef, uh, right after the event in, in Cupertino. So I was playing with it and did my review uh, before that went live. And you know what? We're going to want to ask you more about the details of that because I have a few questions now, you live in Canada, so we have to consider, did you test it in Canada and the U.S. or what? I, I did, yeah. Okay. okay, we'll go into that in a moment. I want to talk about reception, about whether you could duplicate a death grip with that new antenna system, that new diversity antenna system. If you have a comment or a question about the Tech Night Owl Live, write us, news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. We'll read each and every message. And now back. With Jim Dalrymple of The Loop at LoopInsight.com, I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. You expect professional service from your doctor, your accountant, and even the girl who takes your morning coffee order. Why not from your domain registrar, too? Namecheap.com provides stellar service with no sneaky upselling. We offer more features and security options for your website than there are ways to order a latte. And new domains come with a WhoisGuard to protect your personal info. At Namecheap.com, you can get your domain for as low as $2.99. Now is a great time to get to know Namecheap.com. Are you wondering about your retirement portfolio? 
Are you confident that the financial advisor is experienced enough to combat climbing interest rates, taxes, and inflation? Stop guessing and go to the expert, Robert Chapman of the International Forecaster. When you subscribe to the International Forecaster, you get Robert Chapman's 45 years of experience and concise investment recommendations. Who needs sugar-coated excuses when you can get the cold hard facts and proven investment leads you can't get anywhere else? For a free introductory copy to Robert Chapman's International Forecaster, subscribe now at theinternationalforecaster.com or call 877-479-8178. Experience the difference. When you subscribe, you can email Robert Chapman directly to obtain investment advice tailored just for you. Don't wait another minute. Subscribe today at theinternationalforecaster.com or call 877-479-8178. That's 877-479-8178. Big Berkey water filters are in high demand. Storable foods are also in high demand. BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com has always kept our focus on the Berkey water filter products. But increasingly, our customers have been asking for storable foods. After months of research, BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com now offers great-tasting, long-lasting, storable foods. These ready-to-eat meals are packed in airtight nitrogen pouches. All you do is just add water. And because they're sealed so well, they come with a 25-year shelf life. Combine our Berkey water filters, which are powerful enough to purify treated, untreated, or even stagnant pond water with our storable foods, and you have a winning combination. Remember, we offer free shipping on every order over $50, and GCN listeners receive 5% off all ceramic filter systems. Visit BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com or call 877-99-BERKEY. That's BigBerkeyWaterFilters.com or call 877-99-BERKEY today. Hi, MZ from InfoWars team here. Are you tired of being a wage slave working for others who pay you peanuts and have little or no loyalty to you? There are limitless ways to go into business for yourself, but most involve substantial capital and risk. Alex Jones's InfoWars team is different. We promote quality health, energy, and skincare products using brilliant personalities and state-of-the-art media technology to spread a powerful message of health, wealth, longevity, and lifestyle. You can work this low-cost business as much or as little as you like. You define the reward level. Whether you seek a few hundred extra dollars per month or a six or even seven figure annual income, it's up to you. Best of all, this is a business that you can do spending time doing what you like to do. It's an asset that is yours to sell or pass on to your heirs. Try doing that as a wage slave. Want to find out more? Shoot me an email with InfoWars Team in the subject line and tell me a little about yourself. mz at InfoWarsTeam.com That's mz at InfoWarsTeam.com We want to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. And don't forget, you can visit the famous Tech Night Owl community forums at forum.technightowl.com. Get in on all the action. That's forum.technightowl.com. We have Jim Dalrymple of The Loop at loopinsight.com. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. And we're talking first, of course, about the curious way that some of the financial analysts way, way overestimated Apple's financials, which kicked the stock price down. I expect in a week or two that's going to stabilize and people will develop a little bit of common sense. In the meantime, you are one of the lucky ones that Apple sent an iPhone 4S to. So I'm curious here, before we go into anything else, 
Where did you test it? What areas of the country? What areas of U.S. and Canada? Well, I, I tested it uh, in and around San Francisco and, and Cupertino, where obviously they, Apple had the, uh, the iPhone 4S event uh, that I went to and um, tested it in, uh, where did I fly to? I flew to New York. Uh, so, you know, just a little bit in and around uh, the airport in New York, but enough to, you know, uh, do the uh, location tests and stuff like that. This is AT&T or Verizon? AT&T. Okay. And then um, uh, back home in, in Canada, I tested it up here. But in and Canada, what service do you use? In Canada, it roams on Rogers. I hate to see your phone bill. <laughs> Yeah, it can be uh, it can be pretty nasty sometimes. There's no doubt. Um, uh, so the the thing about uh, coming up to Canada and using it is uh, Siri is is not localized in Canada. So what that means is is that you know there may be certain phrases or whatever that that Siri doesn't know, and also locations that Siri doesn't know. So I can when I'm when I'm in Cupertino, I can say, Siri, tell me uh, some good restaurants to eat around here, good Italian restaurants, and it'll give me a list of restaurants. But when I'm in Canada and I ask it that, it comes back and says, I can't look up restaurants in Canada. So the localization isn't done. We knew that beforehand. Uh, it's localized for some specific countries, uh, and you know Canada isn't one of those right now. However. Using Siri isn't just about asking it about restaurants and, you know, where you can go. You can still do all of the the functions with the phone. So, you know, you can ask it about the weather and things like that, but you can also schedule appointments and ask it to play songs. All of those uh, features are still available. Okay, so even though you don't have the localization, it still worked pretty well. But before we get to that, I want to just return to the use in San Francisco. Now, San Francisco, AT&T's coverage really gets stinged in San Francisco. And I know we have people like Daniel Aaron Dilger of Roughly Drafted and Apple Insider who got a Verizon version of the iPhone, I think, because he could never get it to work near his residence in San Francisco. How did it work with you with a new phone compared to the old phone? Well, I actually used it more in the, the South Bay than in... San Francisco, but I didn't have any problems with with signal, not like I normally do in San Francisco. And the same with my house. My house, for some reason, is is almost a dead zone sometimes for for signal. And with the 4S, I always have a signal. Now it's not always the strongest, but I still have a signal all the time. Let's point out here: this is a diversity antenna, which means. It's kind of like they do with the cars. You know, you have the rear antennas in the rear window in a car, and they switch back and forth depending on signal strength. This is what this is doing. Exactly, yeah. The, the, the 4S now has uh, two antennas. So it's a dual antenna system. One antenna is at the bottom where uh, the antenna for the 4 was. One antenna is at the top, um, and the 4 never had that, that second antenna. And Apple has figured out a way... Uh, to allow those two antennas to switch back and forth depending on what has the stronger signal. Uh, and it does that even while you're on a call. So no other company can do uh, what Apple is doing right now with, 
with GSM and CDMA antennas. So, but this is an idea of influenced by the auto industry, I would think. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what, but, you know. At least it, they have their $100 million test facility at Apple Campus. Now we know they use it for something. Okay. <laughs> yes, now, right. the obvious question here is, if you tried a death grip and you kill the signal, say, in the bottom antenna, it's going to still pick up a signal from the top that you try it? Yeah. Yeah, you can't kill the signal. I couldn't. So and Consumer Reports on, now is going to have to backtrack because Consumer Reports imagines that the iPhone 4 was the only cell phone on the planet, the only mobile handset that had a problem with a death grip. Of course, we all know it's not true, but Consumer Reports doesn't live in our reality. So now that they're starting to test the iPhone 4S, you've got to think what they're going to say. And I'm going to look that up because they already have a blog entry and see what they do. Okay, so great signal. Any change in voice quality or is that about the same? I'm not sure if there's any change or not. I mean, you know, to to be honest, there's people look at at sound quality and and voice quality. I never had an issue with it, and I use my Bluetooth earpiece almost exclusively, so I I didn't have any problem with the voice quality before, and I don't now. All right, I think a lot of it is depends on your local carrier. If they compress the bejesus out of your signal, <laughs> and compressing the bejesus is the of course, the technical term. But if they really compress that signal, it's going to deteriorate. And if you get a lower signal strength, it's going to deteriorate. So that's important. Let's go back to Siri. Okay, so Siri is not localized for Canada, so you can't find out about the neighborhood restaurant there. But if you're in San Francisco, you're in good luck. You're in good standing. Okay, so here's the important point here, though, is that having this feature, how well does it work in practice? Apple calls it a beta. Well... I'll tell you, for a beta, it works really well. You know, the the thing to, to understand about Siri is that it's not just voice recognition. It's not just a, a dictation software, although you can use it to, for dictation. It understands what you're saying. So when you ask it about the weather, uh, it'll bring up the weather forecast for the next week. But then you can say, get even more specific and say, well, well, I need a raincoat on Monday. And it knows what you're talking about and will come up and say, it looks like we're going to get some rain on Monday. So, you know, it understands the terms. It understands the context of what you're talking about. And in the same hand, when you're, when you schedule an appointment, you can schedule something and, and just, you know, press the button. Siri comes up and says, schedule an appointment with uh, Gene for tomorrow at 3 o'clock, and it will bring up the appointment and say, you already have an appointment tomorrow at 3. Would you like me to schedule this anyway? And you can say, no, try 3.30, and it'll come back and say, okay, 3.30 is, is great. Do you want to schedule it? So you don't have to say cancel, start over. You know, you don't have to do that. It, it understands the natural language. And the you can have a dialogue. Pattern. Yeah, you can actually have a dialogue. So I've done that on a number of occasions to schedule something and put in a reminder and, you know, do different things speaking as I normally do. It's not something that you have to put up right to your face and say, schedule an appointment. You know, I understand like the vibe. I understand the vibe. <laughs> We're getting great vibes from Jim Dalrymple of The Loop at loopinsight.com. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Owl Live. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are 
The GCN Radio Network. Ray Perkins, a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born, calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack of the Rockoids. The former fiction editor for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, Robert Simpson, writes, The soul of the novel Attack of the Rockoids lies in its heart and passion for building a convincing tale of a love that spans a galaxy. A thrilling story. Attack of the Rockoids is available now. Read a sample chapter and get a special discount off of the cover price at our website, rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attack of the Rockoids, a novel in the grand science fiction tradition. If you constantly feel run down and tired, your pH level might be low and your body could be full of toxins. If what you drink is not at a pH level of 8 or higher, you are inviting bacteria and acid to thrive in your body. But there is something you can do. Simply add 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops to your water to help your body rid itself of acidic waste, increase oxygen, and raise your pH balance to optimum levels. AlkaVision Plasma pH drops combine a unique formula of the most alkaline minerals in the world. Alkalizing the water you you drink, ridding your body of acidic waste and toxins, and helping you regain energy and vibrant health. And studies show viruses, bacteria, and toxins cannot survive in an alkaline, high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops at AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. What happened, man? You used to be energetic, happy, and wow, did the ladies love you. Now, you fall asleep on the couch, irritable, and out of shape. Don't be that guy. Call now for a risk-free trial of Ageless Male, a natural supplement shown to raise testosterone by 50% and maintain healthy, normal levels. No injections, no appointments. With healthy testosterone levels, you can feel that energy again, that great outlook again, and yes, even a healthy sex drive. Right now, you can try Ageless Male risk-free. There's nothing to lose, guys. If you're a man who's noticed changes in your body, your mood, your sex life, call now for a risk-free trial of Ageless Male. Be the guy you used to be. Just call 1-888-246-0623. Don't wait another day. Just call 1-888-246-0623. Again, 1-888-246-0623. If you owe money to the IRS, you can't make the problem go away by yourself. But with the help of Dan Pilla, you can get your problem solved once and for all. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. For 30 years, I've helped thousands of people solve their tax debt problem, and I can help you solve yours, too. We take a very simple but proven three-step approach to solving your problem. First, we stabilize IRS collection actions so you don't have to worry about the IRS seizing your bank account or paycheck. Next, we build a comprehensive plan to get your tax debt reduced to the fullest extent possible, sometimes even completely eliminated. And finally, we work with you every step of the way to get your problem solved once and for all. Call us for a free consultation. Call 1-800-346-6829. We'll work together to get your problem solved guaranteed. Dan Pilla has been protecting taxpayers from the IRS for three decades, and he can help you too. 
Call us today at 800-346-6829. That's 800-34-NO-TAX. What's going to happen next? You never know when you're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. We have Jim Dalrymple of the Loop with LoopInsight.com. We focus first on Apple's financials and the way Wall Street screwed up and overshooting the estimates. And now we're talking about the iPhone 4S. He can't produce a death grip. It sounds pretty good. Gets a great signal even in the dead spots around his own home in Nova Scotia, Canada. And now we're talking about Siri. Let me ask you a question about Siri. The voice it responds with, is that a computer voice or a woman's voice? What? A uh, woman's voice, uh, but it's, you know, partway in between, I guess, a woman's voice and a computer voice. I'll tell you what, you have the phone there now? I do. Okay. Now, we're working on a regular landline. This is not going to sound good. But can you kind of bring it up close to your landline phone and try something in Siri and let's see what it sounds like on the phone? Okay. Just give me a sec here. Okay. This is a live demonstration, ladies and gentlemen. If it goes wrong, I take the blame. All right? Because I'm putting Jim on the spot. He didn't expect this to happen, but we like to do the unexpected on the Tech Night Owl Live. And this kind of demonstration is cool. I'll ask it about the weather. Go ahead. Siri, what's the weather like this week? Here's the forecast for today through this Sunday. Will I need a raincoat on Saturday? Sorry, Jim. I can't look. Then it comes up with that crazy message about not looking up places in Canada, even though it already did. Um, So that's what it sounds like. Okay, it is a computerized voice. Yeah, so it it did bring up uh, uh, did bring up the the weather forecast for the next week, and so it knows where I am. It does that through through GPS. And, uh, you know, that's, it's pretty impressive. Now, you might think, well, uh, that's kind of cool, but how can I use that in real-world circumstances? Last week, uh, no, it was actually the end of the week before, before I posted the review. So nobody at that point knew that I even had an iPhone 4S. And I was, my wife knew, obviously, but I was driving with my wife, and a text came in, and we were waiting for a text from my daughter. So I just, the, the phone was in the console of the car. I reached down and pressed the, the button, Siri came up, and I said, read me my last text. And Siri said, it's from Nicole Dalrymple, and she says, it's okay to come pick me up. And I clicked the button and said, uh, reply, okay, we're on our way. And Siri came back and said, okay, your reply is, okay, we're on our way. Would you like to send that? I said, yes. And Siri sent the text. I never had to take my eyes off the road, never had to look at the phone, nothing. Is this better than the navigation system on a car? I mean, you could save a couple of thousand that way. Well, it's it's different. You know, I mean, you're doing so many things when you're when you're driving and doing so many things really all the time uh, that you know if you can just reach over and press a button and say, "Read that to me." You know, you can continue doing what you're doing. You can respond. You can send an email. You can do all of this stuff. Uh, it's it's kind of like the freedom you feel when when you get a Bluetooth headset and and talk while you're in the car. 
Now, yeah, understand that some people have built-in Bluetooth in the car. Same difference. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's that kind of freedom, you know, where you don't, you don't have to manually interact with, with the iPhone. You can interact with Siri instead and do a lot of the tasks that, you know, before I might I've had to pull over or get my wife to look at the phone or, you know, I know some people text while they drive, which obviously is so dangerous, but, uh, you know, this way I, I, I saved it. It did it for me. And also keep in mind that I kept the phone in the uh, console. I didn't pick it up. Now, that's an interesting point, too, also with a Bluetooth headset instead of spending the money on the car system. You could basically, with Siri, do the same thing. Call John, call Fred, call my wife, all this other stuff. Yes, yes. And it does understand relationships. So uh, you press the button for Siri and say, uh, Monique is my wife. And it remembers that. So from then on, I can say, uh, you know, Siri, call my wife. Or a reminder, you know, to, to call my wife. Or send an email to my wife. It knows these things. Now, there's an interesting other question which I'd like to cover here. The training process. Now, if you get like a dictation software, where Nuance, for example, makes great dictation software for the Mac and Windows. Yeah. All right. Now... If you're using Siri, do you have to train it first, or do you just start using it? I, I didn't. I just started using it. As far as I know, there is no real training method. I just I opened up the iPhone and started going. Now, I understand, according to what I read, is that over time, it does adapt itself a little bit, so it learns your voice, your inflection, so it becomes more accurate. Do you notice that? Um, well... You know, in order to notice that, I would have to notice that it wasn't accurate in the first place. And I, I just, I don't notice that it's not accurate. It, it just, it's, it's extremely accurate. Um, I've, I've heard the same thing that, you know, over time it gets better. I don't know how it could get better. It just, it just works. So I even ask it to play songs, you know, uh, play me uh, Neil Young, Old Man, and it will bring up the song um you know ozzy osbourne everything and they're all spelled correctly too i have to, to play megadeth which has a a funny uh spelling of death and it spelled it correctly and started playing the song oh you know what next we have hal let's have <laughs> hal okay siri works let's look at the new camera apple touts much better pictures you're kind of saying this may be or implying it might be the point-and-shoot alternative to a traditional digital camera. Has Apple reached that point where I can take my digital camera and just stick it away and forget about it? I have to say that I'm about as amateur as they come when, when talking about photography. So, oh, You're just a regular guy, regular family guy. Regular, you know, I... I don't know what a lot of the stuff means. I, I just want a camera that I can take a picture of when I want to take a picture. So I, I've taken my iPhone camera over the past four years and different iPhones to Europe, to, you know, all over North America, uh, Mexico, and, and that's, that's my camera. And it's worked very well for me. But now with the, the 4S, the pictures that I took were coming 
at about uh, 3,200 by 2,400. So they're huge, huge pictures and very detailed. I mean, you can zoom in on a picture and see, you know, minute details of, of flowers and things like that. Very, very well done. And, you know, for somebody like me, it's, it's more than what I would ever expect from a, a camera. Now, understand, not too many years ago, an 8-megapixel traditional digital camera was a luxury. Now we've got, what, 11 or more. But that's recent. So we're talking about a camera of, what, five, six years ago. This would be pretty good. Well, and, and it's not just the, uh, the megapixel that Apple worked on. It's the, the color accuracy and the, the resolution and, and um, white balance and all of this stuff that they worked on to make the shot a lot better. I mean, if, if you have an 8-megapixel camera and you snap a picture and, uh, you know, you snap a bad picture, or the color isn't right, it's still going to look like crap. So it's just going to be 8 megapixels of crap. Um, so Apple worked on all of it to make sure that the picture would be the best it could be. And, you know, I, I activated PhotoStream. So anytime I snap a picture, it's automatically on my uh, iPhoto at home. And, you know, I, I was taking pictures outside for the review I was taking pictures and by the time I get inside all the pictures were already on my Mac so you know I could just grab them out of there and away you go that's iCloud for you yeah. that's Jim Dalrymple for you we're talking about the iPhone 4S which he reviewed for the loop at loopinsight.com I'm Gene Steinberg you're in the Tech Night Owl Live <laughs> Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com Can heart and body extract help with other ailments besides heart conditions, high blood pressure, clogged arteries, or unbalanced cholesterol? It did for Karen. I've been using heart and body extract for approximately two weeks. I've had an earwax buildup problem for many years, with over-the-counter stuff not working at all. I had very poor hearing due to this earwax buildup. Well, after two weeks of taking heart and body extract, my earwax buildup almost completely cleared up. But this 
B, the effect of better body circulation. Heart and Body Extract is an effective 100% organic nutritional supplement specially formulated to allow your body to heal itself. My hearing is almost completely back to normal. I'm amazed. Order by calling 866-295-5305 or online at hbextract.com. That's 866-295-5305 or hbextract.com. Heart and Body Extract for long and healthy life. Smokers, are you still smoking traditional cigarettes? Are you still smelling up your clothes and car interior, staining your teeth, and getting ashes everywhere? Why? When you could be smoking or vaping with e-cigarettes by LaSig. With LaSig e-cigarettes revolutionary microelectronic technology, rechargeable battery, and unique replacement cartridges, you'll get all the satisfaction of smoking, but no smoking hazards. Choose from a wide variety of our new American-made Vapriate e-liquid flavors at LaSig.com, spelled L-E-C-I-G.com, or call 870-518-4307. That's 870-518-4307. LaSig e-cigarettes for today's modern smoker. Warning, e-cigs may contain nicotine, an addictive substance known to the state of California to cause birth defects or cancer. Please be aware of the risks associated with e-cigs prior to use. You must be 18 years or older to purchase. Jason Lewis here. We talk daily about all the crazy stuff happening around the world. Concerns with the economy, job loss, and natural disasters, just to name a few. Let me ask you, what are you doing to be prepared? How will you provide for your family in an emergency? Well, for my preparation, I recommend WiseFoodStorage.com. WiseFoodStorage.com offers delicious, ready-made, freeze-dry meals that carry a 25-year shelf life, and you prepare them in minutes by simply adding water. Wise Food Storage entrees are packaged in individual metal mylar pouches, then stored in convenient grab-and-go plastic containers for freshness and easy transport. Go to wisefoodstorage.com today to request a free entree sample. And for a limited time, enter the promo code LEWIS to get free shipping on any order. Call 855-FOODWISE. That's 855-366-3947 or visit wisefoodstorage.com. Wisefoodstorage.com, gourmet emergency food at the best price. know what's going to happen next well here's the tech night owl live with gene steinberg we have jim dalrymple of the loop at loopinsight.com i'm gene steinberg you're in the tech night owl live we're focusing now on the iphone 4s takes great pictures of course one photographer said of course the best camera is the one you have and the other thing is, it takes them faster, and because of iOS 5, you can take that first picture without all the finagling. So if the UFO comes up in the sky, as they do in Canada sometime, you could <laughs> capture the photo. Yes, it is very quick. Um, that's if you don't have HDR on, which is you know Apple's system to produce uh, even better pictures. If you just have the regular uh, shutter on, you can just start snapping away, and it's very, very fast. So you got that. How long does it take to get the first picture? Well, I can try it right now. Okay. Another spontaneous test of the iPhone (laughs) 4S. Okay, so the phone is locked now, right? All right. Go to lock screen, okay, on the iPhone 4S. You take it out of your pocket. We want it to be 
the same as taking it out of your pocket, and now there's a thing you've got to capture, something that your kids are doing really cool. How long? Let's see. Now, do you want me to unlock it? Because with the new iPhone uh, and iOS 5, you can get to the camera right from the lock screen. That's what I want to do. Okay. So you tell me when. When? Taken. So it's about two seconds. And that was right from the lock screen. I took a nice picture of my martial amps. Oh, yes. Martial amps, by the way, if you're a musician, you understand those are cherished. <laughs> yes, this one is definitely cherished. Okay. Um, so there you go. Uh, about two seconds, my phone was locked and off. I, I did have it in my hand. Um, I, I double, double tapped on the uh, home button, which brings up the lock screen and the camera button. I tapped the camera button, the camera app opened, and I clicked the picture. Now, obviously, because you have a more powerful processor on the iPhone 4S, it's going to do this magic faster. But looking at the iPhone 4, you have one of those to compare the performance with? Uh, I do, but not here. Did you make any effort to compare performance and see how much it's improved? Yeah, there's, there's when you're doing uh, some really processor-intensive tasks like audio, like camera, you can certainly tell the difference. It makes a lot of difference. So it's not so much just opening an app and playing around or checking your email. It's doing a lot of things, especially things that tax that processor where you see the big speed improvement. Yeah, I mean, you can see the speed improvement in almost anything that you do. For instance, uh, when you change apps or switch to a different app with uh, multitasking, there should be animations. There should be zooming in and out and things like that. And a lot of times on the floor, as, as fast as it was, you couldn't see a lot of that stuff. An app would just appear. And that's not actually the way it's supposed to work. You're supposed to see the app zoom in and out. And with the faster processor, you can actually see that stuff. So those effects are already in there. You see them, of course, on the iPad, too. Right. Okay, so the iPad 2 effects, now you get most of that performance in the iPhone 4S. Yeah, and, and it's, it's just a matter of, of pure processor power. That's all it is. I mean, before, uh, you have a lot of apps running. You've got a lot of things going on in your iPhone. And, uh, you know, I, I think the first thing to probably go would be needless animations and stuff like that. Uh, but now there's enough in there to, to allow all that stuff to work. All right. Now, let's just look at the total, sum total of the review. Positives obvious, gets great reception, takes great pictures, series a lot of fun, very fast. Any negatives? You know, even up to this morning, even before I knew that you were going to ask me that question. And he I didn't, thought... by the way. I don't give Jim a list of questions. <laughs> I never do. I just say, come on the show. We spend about a minute talking over things that are obviously going to be part of the subject matter, and then we go for it. That's right, and that's the best way to do it because it's spontaneous. Um, I, I actually thought about things, is there anything that I don't like about the 4S? And I, I have to say no. I mean, I'm, I know that, that reviewers are supposed to give good and bad about a product, and I'm, I think I'm pretty well known for giving bad about products that I don't like. Uh, 
but I, I don't subscribe to the theory that you always have to find something bad if there isn't. And I really don't find anything bad about the 4S because it, it took care of the issues or new features that we were looking for. First of all, with the antennas. I mean, it's got dual switching antennas, live on a call or not on a call. It solves all those issues. We never expected Siri. That's, that's cool, but it's also useful, um, which I've already demonstrated to myself and told you about. Um, the, the speed the architecture of uh, the the A5 chip, uh, that not only speeds up the applications that we have and allows you to do things like Siri, but it also gives developers even more room to push the envelope of apps. And, you know, apps are becoming more complex. They're becoming larger. You need processor. And, of course, the camera does HD video recording, does wonderful still pictures. And, you know, I think that even for people that may be a bit more photographic, uh, knowledgeable than, than I am, uh, you know, they may find the pictures in this uh, very good as well. I know a lot of people use point-and-shoots. I just don't see the need anymore, not with the iPhone. I'll tell you, with my iPhone 4, I have been shooting most of my pictures with that. I do have a very nice Canon point-and-shoot camera with a few amenities. The one thing I guess would be missing would be Zoom. We don't have a Zoom feature. Maybe Apple needs to look into a digital Zoom feature for the iPhone 5, or maybe it's already been set. The, um, the iPhone... Yeah, a, a Zoom feature would be, would be really good. There are some apps out there that allow you to do that. Um, but, yeah, that would be nice. I really like the way that Apple's camera focuses. You just tap the screen, and it'll focus on a, on a certain... Uh, object so it you know you can focus on the background instead of the foreground and and things like that so you know there, there are a lot of good things about it also with more megapixels you can crop the picture and still enlarge it and get the effect of a zoom to some degree without losing much quality well if you look at the uh, at the review that i did i have a picture in there of a of a sunflower and you know from the distance that i have it you can you can tell that there's something in the middle of the sunflower, and there's actually three bumblebees in there. And I didn't take another picture, but I zoomed in on that one picture to show you a close-up of those bees, and the detail is, is just incredible. Now, again, you know, professional photographers may go in and look at that and say, eh, you know, it's okay. <laughs> but for me, uh, zooming in on that picture, it was, I, I was astounded with the, the amount of detail that uh, I was able to get. Well, Apple's designing it for regular people. Well, yeah, exactly. And, and I didn't, I actually zoomed in using iPhoto too. I, I didn't, uh, I didn't, you know, use Photoshop or anything, you know, that you might fix it up with. I didn't do anything to the picture. I just took the picture and then used iPhoto, the, the little slider, and zoomed into where I wanted and then cropped it. Tell our listeners more about where they can find more of your stuff. Uh, they can find me at uh, loopinsight.com, uh, where I do all of my, my writing. Uh, and I'm also on Twitter at uh, Jay Dalrymple. And by the way, he's one of these people who seems to get it right more than anyone when it comes to the things that Apple might be doing. You can find us on Twitter also, Tech Night Owl. That's Tech Night Owl at Twitter. Follow us, neighbors. 
Maybe we will follow you. I think I'm following Jim. If not, we'll work that out later on. We'll have negotiations and figure it out. You can write us news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Our newly redesigned forums are up and ready at forum.technightowl.com. Visit them, forum.technightowl.com. And we have another radio show about UFOs and things that go bump in the night called the Paracast. At Paracast.com, that's Paracast.com. On the Tech Night Owl Live, thank you, Jim Dalrymple, for joining us on the show this week. Thanks a lot, Jim. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.